The Horrible Gamers podcast may contain content not suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Horrible Gamers podcast, show number 432, being recorded on August the 21st, I'm one of your hosts, Jesus Gonzalez, and known as Jesus Watchlight, and I'm joined by my friend from West Coast, the best coast, Gunny T. Henley Merrill is back. Welcome back, Henley. Welcome. Hey, everybody. Forgive me, guys. I got a little cold, so, you know, if you hear me coughing, I apologize. it's all this smoke, but otherwise doing well. All that smoke. And in coming in from Little Ohio after eating all the corn. All, all the corn. All the corn. All of the corn. He's back. The Mayo, Steve Willers, back. Welcome back, Mayo. Welcome. Hey, hey, good to be back. Been gone forever. You've been gone way too long. It's been like what three months? It feels like it. A month almost, it, I think, is the last it, show I was it's, on. It's been a long time, Mayo. It feels and I like worked, three years. I worked twenty-eight days straight. Twenty-seven out of twenty-eight. So, wow, too long. <laughs> Just wow. <laughs> So all I have to say is wow, but okay. All right, Mayo, welcome back. Yeah. People were wondering if it's Mayo dead. Did he quit? Did right. he like, get in some horrible accident? Trying to, trying to get some AI to replace me or something? Or Yeah, what's going on here? Does, we did, did we didn't want to pay the $10 Mayo? a month. We didn't want to pay that cost. <laughs> People yeah. were asking me if like I got mad at Mayo, kicked him off the show. Did Mayo just quit? There you go. People are asking questions, Mayo. Yep. Nope. We're good. We're good over here. Camaro and I are doing great. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, Just welcome back, Mayo. Glad to have you back and glad to be back. We weren't here last week, ladies and gentlemen, because we were all a little too busy last week to get together. But we are here this week with a great show for you. But first of all, let's get all this stuff out of the way. You can follow us on on the X at underscore horrible gamers. You can also leave us a review on the Apple Podcast Machines. Find us on Spotify or on your favorite podcast platform. And make sure you tell your friends about us. That is the best way to support the show is to tell your friends and family to listen to us and download us. And download us everywhere. Everywhere you can download us, just go and download us. We have a lot of shows for you to listen to. Thousands of hours of, of us talking. Thousands, at least. I, I mean that we guys. did some long, epic shows. Some pretty <laughs> yeah. valuable stuff there, isn't it? Like yeah. thousands of hours of us talking. Thousands of hours. hundreds, but it probably is in the thousands. It is probably in the thousands at this point. I mean, if you think about it. Average show is like three hours. We got four hundred and thirty something shows under our belts. Yeah, we're in the thousands, Gunny. At least I know when we do reference some things where. Somebody will bring up a game, and I think, man, we actually talked about that so many years ago. Like, it's, yeah. yeah. Pretty wild, but you can, like, as always, our feed is free. All of our shows that we have uploaded are there. The only shows that are missing, now we'll say this because there is a caveat here. There is about, I want to say, 10 episodes missing in the feed. Roughly, maybe a little bit more, maybe a little less. 
but those are from the beginning, the very beginning of the podcast. I'm talking like episodes maybe three to 12 or 13 or something like that. The reason those are missing, ladies and gentlemen, is because when we first started the show, Rob, who you guys know as King of Zed, he uh, he used to be on the podcast, but he was the main guy who helped us get everything kind of started. He was one of the main people that was like focal point of getting this podcast started and going. And he was running all the, the things, like all the server and everything on his end. And then we ended up getting a, a, a podcast hosting site. So we had to switch everything over to that. And, and during that process, somehow, back then, I didn't used to edit the shows. I honestly used to just show up and talk and ramble for three hours and then leave. And and Iams would edit the shows and Rob would upload them and edit them and upload them and get them all good and, and set. Iams would do all the editing. And the rest of us kind of just showed up and drank and talked a lot about video games. But, but... Those shows were lost, but I do have some. I have some. They're they're like in storage. They're like in cold storage over here, Mayo. I have them. Okay, they're you they're did, hidden you now. Did, you put no, up a you couple doing, already, didn't you? I did. Are you doing better than Activision, where they lost all the Transformer games? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is that what you're saying? This is the situation. Yeah, we lost all those episodes, but I still have them in the storage somewhere in a hard drive. I just don't know where I left it, but. I guarantee you those shows exist. But when you go back all the way in the beginning of the feed, you may not see those beginning. Like, you you may be wondering, why does it go from show 1 to show 10 or 13 or 14 or whatever? And that's the reason why. Now, as Gunny said, some of those shows were uploaded later on. A couple of them were, I know for a fact. They're called throwback episodes. And we, we uploaded them before. And then, you know, so there's some up there. You gotta dig through the feed, man. I don't know. Just, just go and, and find them, okay, if you want to listen. But uh yeah, and I'm sure Iams has some storage somewhere on his end. Because he's told me before that he, he found like some hard drive that he had and he has a few of them saved somewhere. So go go hit up Iams. Go go hound him about those shows. Don't ask me. Ask him. He has the originals, like the uncut, unedited versions, Gunny. Nice. That's like some rated X shit, okay? Oh, like, shit. That's going to be worth go. money one day. <laughs> we go pretty um, hardcore in those shows. You know, Anyways. I'm going to add to that, Jesus, real quick, is that the reboot of the show, I know there was a couple episodes that are completely gone forever because, like you said, where I was just kind of showing up with a mic and a camera and just rambling on about video games. And then I was new to, like, how do you record a show? Yeah. So there's there's that too. There, there, there's some that have also been recorded and they were not recorded at all. So right, yeah. Like I know for a fact, me and Brink sat down once with uh with uh, Johnny Don't from Florida, <laughs> one of our listeners, and me, Johnny, and his name is Andrew, but his gamer tag is Johnny, so I call him Johnny. Me, him, and Brink sat down for like two hours, man. And we had like a great podcast, a great show. Like it was it was really good. Only to find out at the very end, Mayo, at the very end, the software crashed somewhere oh, no. in the beginning. And it didn't record anything but like five minutes of the beginning. 
And you guys didn't realize it till the end. And I didn't realize it till the end. And that taught me a valuable lesson that day is to always keep an eye on the recording software because if that shit crashes, yeah. we are screwed. That's why now I make all of you guys record, right? Like all of us are recording right now. So it's like a, a we have three fail saves. You know, if mine fails, we have gunnies. If gunnies fails, we have males. You know, so we all have like a f- recording going just in case, right? Gunny and male. Right, right I just now. Start, I just started recording, by the oh, way. Oh, this guy. It's just started, oh, my <laughs> Lord. This guy. I just <laughs> looked missing. over. I'm like, I'm going to record. <laughs> That's because we were all just in here chilling Gosh. beforehand. Yeah. Never but, learn. Uh, but, yeah, it's important. So I learned a lesson that day. And Brink and I were, like, disappointed, man, because we – it was a good show. We we had a lot of fun talking with, with Andrew. And Andrew was like, damn, like – he was so nervous to do it. And then by the end, he was really comfortable. And, and like, we felt so bad that we couldn't like put that out, you know, cause we literally sat there for two hours talking to him. And just to find out none of this was recorded, man, we're sorry. But anyways, besides all that, you can follow us on Facebook, horrible gamers podcast is our page. You can like our group. I don't know who the hell that was. Maybe Gib. And you can uh, support the show over on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash horrible gamers and give us the monies like our friends. See here, our friends, Leahy, Jason Sams, Robert Noble, Don Patrick, Chad, Henley M, Porkchop Poo, Nipron, the best HGP host ever. Wonder who that is, Mayo. Evan, mm. Evan, okay, listen, this is the new one. This is in all caps, by the way, Mayo. Evan survived Hurricane Hillary like a champ Tanaka. Yeah. Okay. He also has an important question, too. He's a survivor. He's a survivor. Hashtag survivor. Hashtag Hurricane Hillary. I thought he was part of Search and Rescue. I saw him. <laughs> Channel 7, but maybe it just looked like him. It just looked like him. And, and then, uh, Bill Garner, the second of his name, renowned first ever HTP Patreon, father of dragons, Elden Lord, resident of Sanctuary, protector of the realm, and the 13 kingdoms, Gunny. The, 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 oh, the hail Bill. <laughs> oh, hail Bill. Oh, yeah, yeah. Second of his name, okay. All hell. Elder, Elder Lord Bill Gardner. Long knee, may he reign. Mayo, bend the knee. Long right. may he reign. Or beheaded. He reign. <laughs> Be beheaded. Anyways, welcome to the show. Big thank you to also uh, Phantom Mech for intro music. And Broke for Free for the outro music. I know you guys like the outro music. I like the outro music. That's why it's there. And if you don't like it, well then. Just turn it off. It. No, don't skip it. <laughs> I don't know. Do whatever you want. You're supposed to turn up the volume. Oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, just let it yeah. play, guys. Just let it play. Oh, hey, Canadian. Hello. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, uh, hey uh, everyone. This is it. Ryan Gibson. Is here. Yeah, Welcome, Gib. I'm here. I, I'm Hi. here with my bad back. Oh, you got a what bad do you back. Do? Yeah, pinched my sciatic nerve. That was fun. Oh. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm just getting over it, but it's still a little 
That's why I didn't. Why I, that's why I said it wasn't going to come on because I can't sit in my chair. It kills my back. But just I'm, just lay down, on the bro. Xbox. I'm on the just Xbox, lay, so I'm just lay on the it, floor. It wouldn't be very. Something. It wouldn't be the first podcast he ended up laying on the couch, right? Just a work injury <laughs> or a nope. Hey, Normie. <laughs> we all remember that one. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. But uh, <laughs> watching you fall out of the welcome. chair, that was epic. That's on video. One and a half locos, I be, believe it was called. <laughs> was that on Facebook Live? It might still be up on there. It might have been. Oh, was that live? I don't remember. I don't remember if it was or not. It was. This is when we were Facebook Live. Yeah. I don't if it was live or not. Look for that, people. Just search for <laughs> yeah, four Loco on Facebook. You got to look on the page, though. It's not in the group, it's on the page. Yeah. Because we always had to stream from the page. Yeah, the group won't let us stream. Anyways, we are here. We're here to talk about video games and what we've been playing. And guys, I played a lot of shit the last few weeks. Oh, yeah, God. you have a lot. <laughs> Honey, Mayo, and and Ryan, I've played a you've lot. You've been playing of stuff. hardcore, man. Buckle in, put your seatbelts on. Jesus right. played a lot of games. It's a lot of be games. Like four hours of the games that Jesus. This, this is a lot of games. Okay, I want to just warn you guys. This is a lot of games. But you just the list them off, hour. Jesus. Call of Duty, Battlefield. Okay, those um, are the givens. Those are the givens. Okay. Skip to the juicy part. What's uh, the... Of course, I played Call of Duty, Gunny. Okay, how dare you <laughs> skip Call of Duty? I played some of that. I didn't tell you guys that I bought the Homelander skin. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember you mentioned it in the podcast. Yeah, last time. And I the Cardi B yeah. skin. Yeah. No, no, no. I just bought the the Homelander skin. I'm joking. Uh, it was pretty good. But, no, there's but a the Nick burning question on everybody's on everybody's mind, Jesus, is mm-hmm. did you buy the battle pass? Uh no. I did not. Oh, I'm shocked. Cause it's fucking like forty dollars or some shit, dude. Yeah, I remember you being pissed off about that. Well, it, it's forty dollars for like the super one, like the like the fucking yeah. skip. Skip half the battle pass one. It's like <laughs> skip half. You don't even have to do this battle pass. <laughs> you paid so much money. Exactly. Fucking like, just complete as soon as you buy it. Exactly. It's like what the fuck. <laughs> I think it's the like real 40, question is, but did you pre-order 40. Modern Warfare Three? Not yet, but I will buy it. I'll tell you that right now. I'm gonna buy it. You know me, Gunny. Oh yeah. You think I'm you not gonna buy that shit? Dude. I'm gonna buy that shit for sure. Anyways, I played some Call of Duty, but I also did play some Battlefield, and Battlefield just got a new rework on the on the Dubai map. I know you know which map I'm talking about. The Dubai one that has yeah, the football stadium, the first one, the, yeah. All the I call, I call and, it the first map, and the sand everywhere. I forget what they call it in the game, but anyways, it got a rework where it's like all the covers been redone, kind of, and like the checkpoints have been moved around, and I like it. I like what they've done with the checkpoints and breakthrough their different locations now. And they seem easier to attack and defend, kind of. Uh, but I do like the changes they made to that map. And I, I'm excited to see what they bring in the new season. I've kind of been looking at what they've been working on. And uh, they they talked about bringing in more of the vault weapons and more of the reworks for that. And I think they're going to try to rework another map for, the, for that season. Um, so we'll see what happens there. We're like in the last... Second to last week. I think this is the last week of the Battle Pass. So I think the new Battle Pass comes out next week or two weeks from now. Uh, 
they're kind of like on the same schedule with Call of Duty in terms of their battle passes. I've noticed that. Like Call of Duty and Battlefield have like the same uh, battle pass schedule. I just think Battlefield does it better because Battlefield does it like Fortnite where they give you missions, but you can complete those missions like even if you don't complete them this week, you can complete them all next week. You know what I mean? And that that's kind of a cool way because that way you could catch up if you like say you skip a week. You could try to catch up by completing all these missions the next week, right? And you get all these points and, and you level up your battle pass way faster. Whereas Call of Duty does it by XP progression. They don't they don't do it by like token. They do have tokens that you unlock things with. But to get the tokens, it's like there's no missions for it. It's just like, oh, you only get tokens by uh by playing you just get xp and it goes towards the token but i don't know how they determine that because sometimes i get a token right away when i'm playing and then sometimes it takes like fucking 10 matches for me to get a token so i'm like how do they determine how much xp i'm getting towards this token unlock i don't know you know what i mean so uh yeah it seems like Call of Duty is more of a grind for the Battle Pass than Battlefield. And I like that about Battlefield. It's, it feels less stressful when I'm playing in Mayo. I don't have to be there, you know what I mean, all the time. Right. Playing it to unlock the Battle Pass stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but, moving away from that, speaking of another shooter that I played this last few weeks, Remnant 2. Now, I'm pretty far in the game. I have not finished it, though, unfortunately. Brink and Iams have finished the game. They beat the final boss. I am, I want to say, about three quarters of the way through. So I'm in, like, the uh, like the village, like the burned-down village area where, like, all the villagers are at. And they come out with shotguns and shit, like, get him, get him, pitchforks and shotguns. And it's like it's it's more like a horror theme in this in this location map or whatever. So Jesus, um, I heard you talk about this last week, right? And I and I have this game, right? And yeah. I only played it just a little bit, but it sounds like it's the very first map that I got. So the, is it like, like a like a Sherlock Holmes kind of like vibe yes, to it? And there's yes. like a werewolf that will come out and he'll eat the other people and then it makes him his health grow back. Yeah. Did you have I, that? Okay. I haven't run I haven't run into the werewolf, but I've run into like other shit. Yeah, like that's how my game started. So like my very first run was there. Okay. And so but that ran across this werewolf. Like it would chase me down the alleyway and I was backpedaling, you know. And it had like this, this like three like three like stage attack. It would like a swipe, then a swipe, and it would lunge and try to hit you with like its tail. Huh. But then it would turn around and there'd be like other villagers like shooting at me and attacking. And then it would yeah. turn around and stop attacking me and it would run and eat one of the villagers and it would regain its health. So I had oh, to like that must be a boss you run into because I haven't run into him. But like, does that area, the one that you're in, is it like? I want to say these are like mini bosses. They kind of just spawn in, but they're kind of like these dudes with chainsaws that that chase you around. They look like yeah. pilgrims. They got like yeah. pilgrim hats on. And yep. They got like a chainsaw and they chase you around. Yep, I had that. And then there's like there's different elevation, like these little areas that have ladders, and you kind of go up on like yeah. a rooftop area yep. and. Yeah, that that's where my game started out. Weird, because mine started off in the uh, the Laura Croft Tomb Raider jungle area, and, and like these areas are vastly different. Every map is like super different. Like there's like a sci-fi map. There's the jungle map that I started in. 
there's this map, which is like more of a horror theme map. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then there's a, there's a, there's another one that I played. I think there's like a weird, like a, like a futuristic, like labyrinth map where you're kind of just like in like, you're like in the sky and like these labyrinths and like the walls move and the rocks shape shift and like, and like instead of like like there's rock enemies there, but instead of like the rock enemies, there's a lot of puzzles. Like the main boss in that area is like a puzzle. Like there's like these cubes that come down, and you have to shoot at all these cubes. But these cubes are moving like in a maze, and you have to move through the maze, and don't let you can't let these cubes crush you or whatever. So like. It's it's a pretty cool like boss fight because it's it's different from all the other ones that I've experienced because it's like you're solving a puzzle and you're trying to avoid these like things from crushing you and it's pretty hectic but once you get the pattern down you kind of figure it out but yeah Mel that's the map that I'm in right now the the one that you are in yeah that's interesting like that's where you're at and that's where I started <laughs> you know my son he he did a map and he was saying it was really difficult for him and there were some things that uh. He just couldn't kill them. Like they were like robotic, whatever, but they had tons of armor. And he just huh. like would just unload whole clips into them and they would just kill them. <laughs> like, I don't know. I said, the people I had to fight, they weren't that hard. Like them villagers weren't that hard to kill. Yeah. Until I ran across like those werewolves and stuff. And then those were harder to kill. Yeah. I ran into some weird shit in that map that you're in. Uh, there's been an asylum. I know that. I haven't went into the asylum. I went to the front of the asylum. But I, the gate was locked to get in, so I have to know. I know I have to get around it somehow. Because when I was playing with Iams, he was on that map, and we actually we went into the asylum, and there was like a bunch of creepy shit in the asylum. But I have to get in there somehow now. Um, but I'm working my way to it. Uh, but but I'm playing a lot of Remnant in the last. I guess I haven't played it in the last week or two. But before that, I was playing a lot of it. Uh, it's a fun game, man. Remnant Two is a really fun, solid game. It's it's difficult at times, but it's rewarding when you can. Shows up about thirty hours into that game. I can't believe it's it's. Yeah, you must be pretty far then. Well, no. So I'm playing single player, and I've got so in that first end end rude, if that's what you want to call it. So without like a re-roll, which I could, you can always re-roll even in that same instance. But I haven't done that, but I've got the last boss to kill. So I just have to grind up a little bit um, and probably just, maybe just some better armor, better ring, and then just go in and kill him. And then the next area will unlock. Sometimes you do want to get in there in adventure mode or whatever and re-roll because it unlocks the other version of the map. Because sometimes there's like two versions of the same map. Which right, like- correct. You get one the first time, and then you get the second one the second time. And that's so what I can I do up... that. Yeah, uh, I thought I... about that too. Like, because I kind of get a little bored. I'm like, ah, like I'm just kind of going uh, through no, no, the motions. The, I... the reason I did that wasn't because I got bored. I beat the jungle map the first time. I got the stuff. I went back to the queen and I talked to her, and like whatever, she gave me something for beating the map. And then I went to the new map, which was the puzzle map that was in the sky. But then I went back to the jungle and I re-rolled it in adventure. I went back in adventure mode and I re-rolled it. And I got, I I went through it again completely because I wanted to fight the Ravager, which is a boss in that area, where if you kill him a certain way, you get an item that can craft a special, like a gun. And I wanted that item. So I had to like, like fix, figure out the water puzzle and like, 
all this crazy shit that I had to figure out to get to fight him. And I did. And now that I have that, I got this cool gun. So there's like upsides to doing the things twice, I guess, because you could unlock secret shit that you may not have unlocked the first time you went to an area. Yeah. Because it wasn't available at all. Right. So, kind of what we talked about a couple of weeks ago with that area where I said I drowned. But you're right, Jesus. I did. I thought, nah, come on. Jesus can't be right. I can go back in that area, but I can't, right? Unless I go into adventure mode or something and go back through yeah, it. Yeah, and then reroll it, yeah. Yep. And that was where a gun is, by the way. That's where a gun is, yep. where I watched a YouTube video and I went, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, me too. I missed yeah. that gun. But the guns yep. that I have now are pretty good. I have a cube gun, which is my sidearm, which is like the submachine gun. And it's like a cube gun that shoots. It has a limited ammo. So, like, I never run out of ammo, but it does overheat and, like, I have yeah. to wait for like because I shoot out like these like cubes and then they come back to me. So once I run out of the cubes, the gun kind of overheats and then I have to wait for a cooldown. But I have that as my sidearm because it doesn't it never runs out of ammo, so I never have to worry about the ammo there. And then I have my main weapon, which is your long gun, and that's like the special gun that I captured from that boss fight that I did. Uh, I'm playing the uh, the summoner class and the uh, the dog handler class still. So I still have the dog. I think the dog is leveled up all the way now. I'm level 10 on that. But nice. the summoner class... I'm like the handler, right? Yeah. Yeah, the handler. That's the dog guy. Um, and then I'm I'm playing the uh, the summoner class as my secondary class, which I think I have it up to like level 5 now. And that one's pretty dope because you can summon these two creatures that fight alongside you. So now I have them two and the dog, and they all fight with me. You know what I mean? So it kind of does help when I'm like in a, in a, like I get myself in a mess or in a jam where I corner myself in a corner. I can just spawn these things real quick to help me real quick and distract the enemies a little bit while I focus on the main guy that's chasing me, like the big guy or whatever that's chasing me around. I, that way I can focus on him and take him out. Um, it's, it's a fun game. <laughs> I need to get yeah, back I to can, it. And I've it. unlocked my second class. Well, I've unlocked the ability, so I, I haven't chosen it yet. Yeah, and there's a ton of them. I finally, uh, in that level that you're in, Mayo, you can unlock the Alchemist class, which is a hidden class. Mm -hmm. uh, you unlock it by, uh, you have to walk by the uh, by the sewer grates, kind of. It's like these big sewer grates. And if you walk by them or stand by them, eventually, like, this creature comes out and grabs you and drags you into its lair. And it's like some weird, like, like Sasquatch-looking dude or whatever. And then you're in his lair, and then you have to kill him. And once you kill him, you, like, get the special, like, item from him. And then you take it to the dude up in the crane tower, the guy in the crane. And he's the guy that creates all the classes for you. Like, he, he like, can uh And he'll upgrade uh, yeah. some of your, uh, like, your... Hearts. Yeah, hearts, yeah. He, uh, but he's, he's the one that creates your classes. So you take in the item, and he says, oh, okay, for, like... I don't know, for 2,000 scrap or whatever, I will like modify this item where you can equip a class with it. So these items are what, these are the items that let you equip like the hidden classes, like the summoner, the gunslinger, the alchemist, the medic, etc. And like, to be honest, Mel, if you just want to equip a secondary class now to have, you can always go like the medic, the, the station, like the medical station in the, in the base or whatever and you talk to the doctor lady and she sells the pin 
that you could equip to become a, a medic class as a secondary. That's how I started out. I started off as a medic. Or you could talk to the gun guy that sells the guns in the in the shooting range, and you can get the uh, the hunter class, which is like that's, the that's what class. I'm leaning towards. I'm leaning towards. I haven't go, decided. I can't decide. I'm like, uh, do I want hunter? Do I want fucking summoner? What do I want? You just go talk to him, and he uh, gives you the thing. Like you can buy it from him. It's like five thousand scrap or something. It's like a thousand for me on the easy difficulty. Yeah. And then you buy it from him, and he's like, oh, here you go. Then you can equip that, and then that'll give you the uh, the hunter class. So, there's benefits to each class. I think uh, the classes that I have, I feel like are pretty well tailored for solo players. Like I said, they spawn friendlies for you that can help oh, you fight. So, question, Jesus, you may know the answer to this. So, so let's say like so. Right now, as we speak, I'm looking at it right now. I can go in. I can equip the hunter that like that ribbon you purchase, whatever, for a thousand scrap. Um, now, can I also can I change that? Can I go over and get summoner? Yeah. Or uh okay, you I wasn't sure it. like you like can once change I it get any time. I didn't anytime. know that. See, I thought, well, once I equip a second class, I thought that's it. You can like, even you can even change your primary class. Say you went with the hunter as a secondary, but you want to switch out the primary, yeah. you can always switch out the primary. Just oh, nice. know that <clears throat> when you switch out a class, the level stays to that class. So if your hunter was a level five and you switch it out for a gunslinger. And the gunslinger you've never played with, the gunslinger will be a zero. But then if you swap it back to the hunter, the hunter level will still be there at five. Okay. That and all makes the sense XP, now. The XP, when you have two classes that need to be leveled up, the XP automatically splits up to both. That's awesome. But once, once the, like, the, like say, like your main class, for example, for me, it's the handler. Once that class gets leveled up all the way to 10 and it's max level, which I have, now all my XP goes towards my secondary class. That's how that works. Okay. Right. Yeah. Anyways. I want to talk about more about things I've been playing. I played a game called Thronefall. Have you heard yeah, of Yeah, you game? had me buy that game. Yeah, played that. Did you buy it? I did buy it, and I, and I did play it. What do you think of it? Uh, so I only played about an hour of it. So, uh, you know, Tower Defense, I think on the second... I don't know if it if it's if it's roguelike where... You know, I don't know if it, like you we all got the first area, but it was pretty easy, right? When the enemies come, and then you kind of automatically kill them with your other... Uh, yeah. you know, towers and stuff. So, but man, that sec, cause I think I played on like a medium, was there a difficulty level? If so, I think I've chose wow. a second. Cause in that second map or third one, like I had to, like I lost, but then I did come back again um, and actually so, beat him second time. So there's no difficulty, but like you can, select these modifiers so there's like a perk you select you can select perks for like yourself so like you start you select your starting weapon which could be like a spear a uh a bow or a sword and then like each of them have like a buff right like the 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 bow is good at attacking enemies at range but it also it's also good for like flying enemies the spear is good to slow down enemies it'll slow down like the fast ones 
Um, and then the sword is just a good all around class or whatever. Um, and then like you can equip these perks. So like a perk could be like, oh, your your towers do a little bit more damage. Your castle can take more damage. Uh, your walls can take more damage. Your your fields produce more gold every night, etc. And you can equip those. And then you can equip debuffs, which which are buffs for like the enemies. So it'll be like enemies are fifty percent faster. Enemies have a hundred percent more health, but are twenty percent slower. Or enemies are like whatever you know they respawn or whatever the fuck. And like depending on each map has like six different challenges, and they have specific ones. So you have to equip like the specific perks for you. Like it might say you have to defeat this one with these these perks for the enemies equipped and then like this weapon like you have to use the spear or you have to use the crossbow or you have to use the sword and if you complete the challenges you get more xp for that run or like if you beat that run with those challenges you get more xp which unlocks more items for yourself and more perks it lets you it lets you equip more perks later on so i played a lot of this game actually I like it a lot. It's a tower defense game, like Kenny said. Top very, down. Yeah, very... I would say it reminds me a lot of Kingdom Crowns, the Kingdom games, right? You guys remember those? Yeah, two so crowns? a top-down top version of it on Steam. Yeah, like Kingdom 2 Crowns. Instead of side-scrolling? Or just uh, the Kingdom No, games. just top-down. Yeah, it's top down. Yeah, you move around the, the map. Side scrolling in in yeah, yeah. It's round. it's top yeah. down. You run around. You can speed up your guy by holding the right trigger. He runs a little bit faster, and then like you can do like a special attack by pressing A or like the spear guy. If you if you press A, he like starts healing himself, so you don't die. Because if you die, there's like a like a response timer. So like you're dead for like ten seconds. So during those 10 seconds, the enemy's just ravaging your fucking village because you can't attack them. Yeah. But, so on your like on but, your main base, right? Once they take that out, then it's game over. Yes. Yeah, so the goal of the game is to defend your main castle. So to do that, you can you can put up walls. You can put up uh, towers. You can build barracks that build troops. You can upgrade the barracks to build even more troops and upgrade them, like I think, up to three times each. It costs a lot of money to upgrade to the third level, but, like, the second level isn't too bad. And then you spawn these houses or, like, these fields. You can, like, buy these fields with these coins or these houses. And each night, because the night is when the enemies attack. And then if you defeat the wave, it turns to daytime, and all all the houses and the fields produce gold coins that come to you. Sometimes the enemies drop gold coins when you kill them. But you're, like, you're, like, uh... What do you call those? The towers or the walls, etc. Those don't build coins. They're just defenses. Um, but you can use these coins, as I said, to upgrade your base, like your main castle, which lets you build even more buildings, right? Like the more you upgrade it, the more buildings you could put down, which are all actually preset, Ryan. So these buildings are all like yeah, preset all... on the it's all preset on the map. So you don't have to yeah. choose which ones are you gonna yeah, you buy. Can't, you can't one. place them. Yeah, so you have to choose, like, okay, do I want to buy this side, this side first, this side first? And the game does tell you which side the enemies will be attacking from and what type of enemy is coming from that direction. It has a little icon for them, and it shows, like, okay, 50 archers are coming from the left, and 10 horsemen are coming from the south, 
and three big ass dudes, the big big guys, like the tough guys. There, three of them are coming from the right. So like you kind of have to prioritize. Okay, do I want to grab my troops and command them to go this way and set them up here, or do I want them to just stay where they're at by their base? Do I want to surround my castle with my soldiers? Do I want to send them all to the right for the big guys? And maybe I'll attack the other little guys myself. So you kind of have to strategize that way. And it does get difficult, man. Like, the last level was pretty fucking hard. Uh, you're, like, in, like, this, like, lake area. And there's a lake in the middle. And the final wave of that is, like, some fucking kraken thing spawns from the middle of the lake. And it starts, like, spawning enemies everywhere, dude. Everywhere. Just fucking, like, a hundred enemies on the screen. I thought my castle was pretty well defended because I had a lot of soldiers, a lot of towers. And I got fucked up by this thing. I was like, Jesus, dude. I was like, this is this is fucking crazy. So now I'm trying to level up my guy, unlock more perks to maybe be able to beat this fucking thing, right? Um, but I mean, yeah. I think it's like we get the first four levels as the game stands right now. Is it three or four? Four, four or five, something like that. It's, it's a few hours of gameplay. Like I said, you can beat the levels pretty easily if you didn't want to beat them. But if you want to beat the challenges, that's what where the replayability comes in. Because you're trying to beat these challenges, right? Where it makes the enemies tougher, makes you weaker. You have to like play with certain debuffs on for yourself. So it, these challenges are what brings the replay, replayability aspect of the game to me. And the game was fairly cheap. It's $6 on Steam. So it's like... A very cheap game, and that's the price of the game as it is. It is early access. It's a six dollar game. It's like five ninety nine, and they even tell you like right up, to, like in the main screen, they tell you, "Look, we know the game is cheap. We know the game is only six bucks, and we did that because we know the game is only a few hours of gameplay. Now there is repairability, and we ask you to replay the game as much as you want, but we also understand that you might get bored of replaying the same shit over and over and over and over and over." So it's up to you how much you want to play it. But we appreciate the feedback. It's pretty much what the devs tell you in the beginning of like the main screen, right? Starts up, that's what it tells you. Shout out to that um, indie studio. But six bucks is not a bad price. I like it. And I've I've played it for like five hours, six, seven hours probably. So if that, you know what I mean? So for six bucks, I spent way more than six bucks on dumber shit mail. Mm -hmm. Okay, a like lot more takeout. Dumb. I mean, you could yeah, it's cheaper than takeout anymore. It is definitely way cheaper than takeout nowadays. Dude. Takeout is like twenty bucks nowadays. It's fucking nuts. But um, forty-five bucks. Yeah, yeah. I played Throne Fall. That's what that's a good called. game. I'm. Um, I mean, I've enjoyed it so far. I just uh. I didn't see the fences on that second map. I mean, I think I saw them when I was going by. So I lost like the the castle pretty quick. Um, yeah. What are they called? Like forts or something? I think instead of a castle, yeah. but and I was like, oh shit, I could build a fence. So like yeah. I went in there the second time, built the fence. Yeah. Um, you know, finally got the. I think after like the second or third wave is when you can actually get troops out of the houses or something. And then I just call them windmills, right? Those are the things that actually produce the coin. The fields, so, I'll, yeah. I'll just, so the fields, so what happens is at the end, like after you defeat the enemy, like there might be coins around, but what happens is all those coins come to you. You don't have to, 
it's not like a Kingdom Crown situation where you have to go out and Pick you know get close to them. Yeah, they all come to you. Yeah, and there's no limit to how many coins you can carry. You can carry like all the coins if you. Yeah, like if you were really them. good, you could probably have a hundred thousand coins. But I mean, you wouldn't survive, right? You have to build. You have to defend. Yeah, you have to keep. And there's these. only each level is only like twelve waves, so you have to kind of spend these coins pretty quickly, right? Yeah, you got to know where to put them. Yeah, because there's only twelve waves in each level, and like by the twelfth wave, the bosses come, and so like the game is forcing you to spend these coins as fast as possible, and as efficiently as possible to be able to build up your base to be able to be defended by your soldiers or by yourself, however yeah. you want to do it. Um, I do want to send like something to the developer uh, where I know that those, you know, the like the windmill farms or whatever, you know, they're pre like everything's kind of predetermined, but it would be nice to say, hey, you know, like going forward, like, can we get like some uh, not auto turrets, but like lay down a turret with like, you know, one of your soldiers or something where you want them to be or, you know, where it's allowable. So maybe you know, one to the, a couple to the left, a couple to the right, you know, in the higher levels, like that would be cool to say, yeah, like I've unlocked those abilities to put those guys, you know, where I want them to maybe be. Maybe they could make that, maybe they can make that a certain type of class. You could, Because when yeah. you build the barracks, you unlock different types of soldiers. There's like, like, the, it, there's I, I believe the also, guys, there's spear guys, there's, there's different. And doesn't it let you choose, right? It's almost like a little, not roguelike, but when, it, like you choose, right? It'll pop up. It'll yeah. say, hey, what do you want to do? You want to do knights? You want to do spearmen? Yeah. Right? It gives you that choice. Yeah. So then, then you choose like where to, you know, which But it which is predetermined. Like some of them, some of them are only for melee characters, like the spearmen or the knights, but some of them are only for crossbowmen. So you could be like, I want crossbowmen or I want bow, like just the bow guys or whatever. Or I want the long archers, I guess is what they're called. Or the hunters. Yeah. But like in the in the melee class, they have like the berserkers, which, but like these guys, each of them have like their own thing. Like the spear guys slow people down, the the spinny guys they do the damage by spinning in circles and and hitting the dudes with their maces, and like the hunters, they only go after like the monsters. They don't really go after the other soldiers. So like each each of them attack a certain type of enemy. So you kind of have to like think. What does this level? What is? What does it bring to the table, like in terms of enemies, and what's the best options that I have for this level? Um, but I look forward to see what this developer does with this game. I think it could be a great game. Um, I think it'll be a great mobile game too. For some reason, I think it'll work great on an iPad. Just yeah. the way that the screen good, is laid out and stuff. Good tower defense in that way. I I only have one little annoyance, and that is that. And I'm sure, again, right? Six bucks, indie studio. When that enemy's coming, Jesus, like when they first started coming, I, I don't like how they, they hop straight up and down. Like, it just shows movement, right? That they're moving towards you. Like, I don't know. I didn't like that weeble, wobble, whatever way of how the enemy's coming. I'm like, all moves, right, that needs to be animated. addressed. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just didn't like how they're just jumping straight up and down. It's not, whatever. Not hopping man. up and down. I was like, come on. Do a little better and on they that move one, like but... they move like South Park characters. Like there you go, you know, yeah, like, yeah, like that. That's <laughs> how they move, yeah. But it's like it's just cartoony little game, man. It's six bucks. Enjoy it for what it is. Um, add blood. <laughs> no, um... I like it though. I like it. I like Thronefall. It's a fun game. Play it. Uh, what other games have I played? So this week I actually went back, played some more Frostpunk of anything, Gunny. 
I actually beat the last autumn DLC where you have to build the generator. And fuck, that was tough, yeah. dude. By the end, the game really pushes you to the limits by the end. You're like, oh my god. You're like, this is fuck because everything freezes over. So you can no longer get more resources from London or whatever. Uh, your people start like fucking like if you don't have food storage like built up with a bunch of food rations already made you're there's no more food that you can get not you're, even from the is that the one with the ship where it's docked is yeah that autumn, autumn, right the, yeah the, i have the, it. the ocean freezes over so the ships don't come anymore oh yeah and like, see, I, haven't, I haven't beaten it yet oh man i had like a thousand food rations and it was just like every day decline 100 100 200 and I, and I I ended up finishing the game with like fifty food rations left, and then it was like, oh, you you did it, you built the generator, good job. But man, dude, I think I killed like fifty people. It said it said like, was it worth the price? And it shows you the tally of like the people you killed. It said you killed fifty people, you executed this many people. Uh, you're you're fucking. You became a penal colony where like you got convicts <laughs> to do all the work. Like, yeah, like, you, you started importing convicts from London or whatever to come work for your thing. Because the convicts are cheap labor. You can order, like, 50 of them. Yes. For, like, the cost that it would order, you know, you order 20 workers, you can order 50 convicts. So you just put those fuckers <laughs> to work, and then, you know, you put the 24-hour shifts where you have people working all day and night. And it was just, like, it was hectic, bro. I I stressed out. I was stressing out making these decisions, man. Okay, I was, I was mm -hmm. getting people executed. Okay, I was, I was, I was getting people high on cocaine. Okay, I'm, I'm putting cocaine in all their pills. I'm like, all right, motherfuckers, we need motivation. Everyone gets the coke pills. Everyone, we start, we're gonna start chop. Everybody gets red bulls. Okay, we're chopping people's arms off. We're, we're sending the patrols out to beat people up every night. I'm like, I'm like doing some hardcore shit, man. We're like. All right, these people are being watched twenty four hours a day by the by the security guards. There's going to be documentaries about you, Jesus, Jesus, right. and the one arm. They fall workers. out of line. They fall out of line. My my security guards are beating them and shit. Like, oh man, it was pretty rough. But hey, hey, guess what? We got the generator built, Gunny. We did it. Okay, none of the other outposts did it, but we did. Okay, maybe they should have followed my fucking lead and did what I did to get their generators built. Okay. Yeah. That's all Just that matters, saying. right? That's all that matters. That's the whole goal of that DLC is to get, call me a tyrant get, if you want. Get the generator built. That's the only mm -hmm. goal of that game. It's fucking it's so I mean, cool. would you I say this wait. is probably one of the best god games in the last couple of years? It's really fun, man. It's it's fun to be evil in the game. You could try to be good, but the game kind of never really rewards you for being good. I've no. tried it. Like it never really does work out for you. You know, you try to be all helpful to the people and like, yes, yes, we'll help you out, blah, blah, blah. No, dude, you just got to be evil the whole time. You got to lie to people. And it's like chop his arm off or not. Yeah. And then when you do yeah. it and later on, they thank you because you've you got to open up that life. like that hospice yeah. care and or like, you know, like just random shit. We're like, you're better off. You know, <laughs> man, you're better off just listening to me. This sucks right now. But this is the only way forward. We do it your way. We're gonna fucking fail. You, okay? Listen, you can't be Better nice. Better man. Listen, Gunny. If there was a zombie apocalypse, I'm one of the bad guys in it. Okay. 
I'm not being a nice person in the zombie apocalypse. Mayo, I don't know about you, Mayo. Are you going to be like the I, governor? Yeah, I'm not taking chances, bro. Okay. No, no, yeah, the zombie apocalypse, we're not taking any chances. No. We're not letting the people in to help them. Fuck you. We're shooting you and then taking your stuff. Okay. And then we're going to just throw you out to the zombies. Like, we're not taking no chances. Oh, help the survivors. We ain't helping nobody, Ryan. Okay. Ain't nobody getting Okay. Help. No okay. help for you. I don't care if you have a little kid with you or not. You're not getting wow. help from me. You're mm. not getting help, Gunny. No. You're no compassion not from you, me. man. Fuck no. What? Why? <laughs> if you have to like survive, you have to survive. Yeah. And I'm assuming, Jesus, you've already got your community established, right? So you've those are the people you're protecting. Damn right. Yeah. Building a big city, a big village with the best zombie defense ever. Yeah. Anyways, anyways, played some Frostpunk. That shit was fun. And then what else did I play this week? I played a lot of stuff, man. I ended up playing that uh that Game Pass game. I actually signed up for Game Pass again just for this game, kind of. Uh, it's called the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, oh I okay. played that too. It came out oh, Friday. Yeah, it came out whenever it came out. I played it on the PC. God damn you, Jesus! That's the only new game I played. <laughs> Let's talk about it, Ryan. That game is All good. Right. I actually had fun it's, playing it, so yeah, it's fun. Well, it re- it's, fun. it's it's exactly like the Friday the Thirteenth game, except there's yeah. four on four, right? Like it's yeah, four bad guys against four uh, survivors. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it was kind of neat. I lost the match that I played, but uh, we killed. I was the uh, what the hell are they called again? Leatherface. No, 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 no. Yeah, the family. That's what it was. <laughs> the family. It's the family. So yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I didn't like the character I was because you don't really get to pick what character you are. It just kind of throws yeah, you, you in can. and gives you. Well, you, you can, can but him. yeah, if the other person agrees to trade. But I had the shittiest character, and no one was. Gonna which trade which one did you have? I had the dude that the the old guy. That walks around Red and he can he walks really slow and he can fucking see the one that stuff. can hear them or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can hear that he can hear from a distance. Yeah. But I never really figured out how that worked until like the end. And I was like, oh, okay, if it gets all buzzy, they're in that direction. And yeah. Yeah. I ended up I, don't know. Get, uh, I was using the uh the hitchhiker guy, the one that sets the traps. Yeah. I ended up using yeah. him quite a bit. And uh, I actually like him. He was actually, like, I have him pretty leveled up. Like, he's, like, level 10 now. I played a lot of this game the other day. Um, But playing as Leatherface was kind of fun, too, because it's just fun chasing the people with the chainsaw. You're fucking revving the chainsaw, and you're fucking chasing them. You're like, oh, this is so much fun. But, like, it's... it's, I was with him for a little while and, like, kind of (laughs) directing him towards stuff. It was funny, though, uh, because I was Leatherface, and I was chasing this chick. And the motherfucker ran through this crack in the wall, and I was like, "You son of a bitch! I don't fit in that." So I'm like yeah. trying to like go around this basement and getting all lost trying to find her. And then I run into her friend, and her friend like runs away from me, and I'm fucking tired. I'm fucking revving the chainsaw, chasing him. <laughs> that shit was fun. It was a blast being the chainsaw guy, Leatherface. That shit yeah. was fun. Um, and it's fun chasing people like, like as the hitchhiker, I would hide somewhere like in the bushes. And I would just wait, just wait. 
And then this guy jumped out of a second store window, dude, because he was running from one of the other guys that was chasing him. And he jumped out the second story window, landed on the on the backyard, and he was trying to run away. And I jump out of the bushes, and he's like, "Oh fuck!" And I start chasing him, and I fucking <laughs> kill him in the backyard. I'm like, "Yeah, I kill him. I'm fucking stabbing him in the head and shit." I'm like, "Yeah, that shit was fun. It's it pretty gruesome fun. too." Oh yeah, it's pretty dark. Um, yeah. And then I played as a survivor like three or four times, and that shit is pretty tense. I didn't realize like how scary it is. Yeah, when you're playing you never as, know what's around the survivor. corner. Yeah, because you're just like trying to hide, and yeah. the grandpa screams, and you have to like stand still, or like, it, like if you're moving when the grandpa screams, like your your body gets highlighted in yellow for the family to see, so they can uh... see where you're at, and they can run towards you if they can see where you're at. They can run towards you, and like the grandpa, the more blood they feed him, because they can find blood in like these buckets, and the, yeah, more, the more blood that they feed him. The more he levels up. Once he gets level four, like every time he levels up, the 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 range of his scream gets bigger and bigger. So by the time he's level four, when he screams, it covers the whole map, the entire thing. And it says it says on the screen the survivors have nowhere left to hide because you cannot hide anymore from him. So like if you're moving at all, you automatically highlight it. No matter if you're on yeah. the edge of the map. Basically, it's time to get the fuck out of there. You better be close to an exit. Dude, I barely made it out the like the second time I was playing. I was like, holy fucking shit. I had I went up I went to the top and then I was I was in the like the dude did the scream and I was moving through a bush and I fucking highlighted me and I'm like, oh fuck. So I started moving through the bushes more and here comes fucking Leatherface running. And he like stands right there where I was at and I'm like Okay, maybe if I hold still, he won't see me. The motherfucker turned right at me and started running towards me. I'm like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> I'm fucking running, dude. He's all rah, 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 fucking revving the chainsaw. I'm fucking running from him. I'm like, holy fucking shit. And then the, the other hitchhiker guy showed up, and then the cook guy showed up. <laughs> so I fucking end up last-ditch effort. Like, I dove into the well thing where you fall back into the basement. And, like, that's scary itself because when you fall into the basement, it takes your character, like, five seconds to get up because he's like, oh, I heard it. She's like, he's trying to get back up. And it that's says, the too. yeah, when you're getting, like, chopped says, like, shit, you slow down because you're getting God. hurt. And then you start moving And it says incapacitated. Slower. And it's like a little bar filling up and your character's trying to get up. And then yeah. I got up. And then I went into like the shadows, and here comes fucking Leatherface right to where the hole was. <laughs> that means that means this dude, that means this guy knew the map because he knew when I jumped in that hole where I was gonna yeah. land because he ran right down there, dude. And he was like, <laughs> I know you hear is the fucking chainsaw just going, rah, 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 rah. and he's fucking like just looking around, and I'm like, I'm just trying to hold still, like, oh fuck, oh fuck, he didn't see me, he didn't see me. And then I fucking, I, I did make it out, though. I ended up getting back outside, and I ran towards the next set with one of my friends. Hey, is it crossplay? It is crossplay. Hmm. It's cross we should play all play across... it sometime. I think that'd be a, a real fun game yeah. to play together. It's crossplay much... across the PC and consoles. How much is this, like, Dead by Daylight? To me, it seems a lot like mm. it. No, is like Dead by Daylight more of a 1v3? Where this yeah, one's 3D4. it's one, one killer versus, you know, three or four uh, This is survivors, four versus is what four. Call it? Yeah, it's four on four. Okay. 
So it's not like the, Deborah Dale, the it's one like, versus like Jason you, was. You kind of pick through one famous like murder type person, and then you have a characters, and they like basically can put you on a hook, and you can kind of come and rescue them, or they'll bleed out, and if they completely bleed out and die, then they they're, they're just done, and the murderer has to try this to game... catch all four people by himself. What's if not kind of like that because as you're doing damage, you're collecting blood to take back to the grandpa. grandpa. Yeah. And as you feed him blood, he levels up and gets stronger. Um, and I yeah, think so he unlocks something. stuff for you too, doesn't he, Jesus? He does. He if can he, like every like like there's perks he, he gives can you equip. new skills and stuff like that. There's perks you can equip that are tied to him. So like yeah, yeah, yeah. every time he screams, all your all the part all the people in your family get half of their stamina filled up automatically once he screams. Or like when he screams, all of you get like a boost to your. Uh, your uh, your attack, so you can do more damage when you're slicing at people. But in this game, mail when you start off right off the beginning of the game, if you're a survivor, you're like tied up in the basement, so you have to escape. The thing about that is, when you're escaping, you're making noise, so you have to like try to escape right away because everyone's kind of like getting their bearings in the beginning. All the bad guys are, so you can try to make noise right there and escape. But mm-hmm. you're in the basement and. There's multiple exits in the game, so like there's like the easy exits are make it to the front of the house and get to like the main road. That's like an easy exit. You just have to run onto the road, and your character runs away. And there's other exits like uh, there's one that's like if you go upstairs into the house and you like find a fuse, and you like fix the fuse box, you can un- you can turn it on. And that unlocks the door in the basement, which leads out to the sewers. But that means you have to get back into the basement once you get to the house to get into that door to go out to the sewers. Right? So, like, there's, like, multiple exits. There's, like, an exit in the backyard where, like, if you fix the fuse, like, the electric box back there by hooking up a car battery to it, you can open the gate and cut out the back. Or, like, if you fix the water pump, It'll fix the the water gate or whatever, and it'll open the water gate, and you guys can escape through there. But there's some some of them are like easy where you just have to Family get to the exit and make it out too, right? Like if you if you set it, they can they can still break it before you get to the exit. Yeah, to get it. there's different types of shit, and like uh, when you unlock an exit, sometimes it'll tell the it'll tell the family like the the people have found that one exit, like, like they found an exit and they're working yeah. on it. So it kind of warns you like, okay, you guys need to go check the fucking exits. Cause somebody's working on one. Right. Uh, or like, it'll be like, these guys made it out, but then you're still in the basement cause you were being chased. And now you're like the last one left or whatever. Right. So that's yeah. kind of shitty when you're like the last person left alive. Cause you're like, fuck, everyone's already escaped and I'm the last one left. Like, I have no one that can help me. You know, these guys are all looking for me. They don't we, have no one we, else to chase. We killed everybody except for one person. And then they ended up escaping just as the grandpa did the scream and highlighted everything. Uh, they were man. just escaping. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's happened to me too. But I, there's been times where I was playing as the family and as the hitchhiker sitting on my traps, which are super helpful. Cause they like, they like trap the enemy for a second and they have to like undo it to escape uh, when they're being chased. Uh, and we've killed everyone like multiple times where we just 
we, we defeated all the, all the good guys. And the good guys can fight back, though, Mayo. They can pick up, like, these bone spurs from, like, these bone piles. And then when they pick that up, when they're being attacked, they can press a certain button. And that'll attack the bad guy. And they kind of stab him to kind of stun him a little bit. And then you have to keep running. The one thing about being a, a survivor, though, or, like, a good guy, the ones that are trying to escape, you, you have... You have like a timer, sort of. So your health bar is going down no matter what in the match. Because you've been tortured, right? So the premise of the game is you've been tortured already. You've been tied up in the basement and you've been tortured. But now you're trying to escape. So you're already injured. You're already bleeding sort of thing. You're bleeding out. Yeah, you're bleeding out already. And the more they damage you, the faster you bleed out. But you can't find like healing items that can heal your character. You can apply these, and you can heal your character, but it doesn't stop the bleeding. Like, you will always bleed out, but you can find these healing items that will kind of slow that process down a little bit, you know? Um, but yeah, you will bleed out. And the faster you move, the faster you bleed out. So, like, the more you run, the faster you bleed out because you're moving faster or whatever, right? So, uh, there's downsides to being chased by the bad guys. <laughs> But the game is fun, man. I, I really like it. The only downside on the PC is that it's not ultra-wide supported. Oh, no. The graphics aren't the greatest either. And I would assume it's the same for console. I mean, I'm playing this shit on yeah. ultra. I'm like, they're not the greatest graphics. No, it looks, it looks good, but it doesn't... Yeah, it's not, like, blow you away, like, oh, yeah. my God. It looks but like Friday I mean, the 13th. I think it's also... Yeah, it's also because it's kind of, like... You know, there's like a fuzz on everything. Yeah, it's. I do like, like how like, the rain uh, or rain or You know what I mean? Like it's. Yeah, it's like yeah. a movie grain they put on it. Like yeah, a, yeah. Like a movie film grain or whatever. It's just there the whole time. You can't turn it off either. Um, but I like how they uh they do callbacks to the original movie, right? The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, where like they have like the audio clips from the radio station talking about like the report, like. Oh, a missing college student, you know, has been missing for three days now, and the police are asking the the community to help search or whatever for whatever for the student or whatever. Or like it'll say like this couple went missing the other day. They were seen here or whatever. But it's like these radio clips from like the movie or whatever playing. Uh, so that's kind of a cool touch. Um, yeah, but I I like the game. It's a good. It's a good. Game Pass game. It is. So in other words, it's a good free game. I don't those, know if I would have bought it, though. Multiplayer games are kind of nice for Game Pass, you know, so everybody can get involved pretty easily. And it holds the, you know, people more if it's easy to access like that. There's more people to play with. And it's good that it's cross-play, too, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's 40 bucks on Steam. That's kind of expensive. Yeah, it does seem a little pricey. Yeah, but it's Steam. You're gonna you're gonna have a sale any time now, any day now. There'll be a sale on it. I'm sure. It'll be twenty bucks, and it's worth it. I'd say. Yeah, twenty thirty bucks. Yeah. Twenty bucks, yeah. I think the Friday the Thirteenth game not bad, but you know, little... the Friday the Thirteenth game was like thirty. Uh, it was twenty. Thirty, I think. Was it? Because that's why I remember it being at. But remember, that was back when uh, game prices were a lot lower, right? Yeah. 
That was but pre-inflation, man. I I had fun. I had quite a bit of fun playing that Texas Chainsaw Massacre game. Yeah, me too. And then, of course, the biggest game that I played this week, Mayo. The biggest, best game ever. Biggest and bestest. Biggest uh, and best. Pa- Baldur's Gate 3. I ended up playing this game. This I bought game. it this morning. Did you, Gunny? I did. I've been playing it. Wow. I got, got a couple hours in already. You got that on Steam, Gunny? Yeah, because it's either that or P- PlayStation 5. Yeah. I wonder I wonder if my laptop could handle it. I I'm oh, so no. I'm running the 1070 Ti and I did before really diving Yeah, but into my laptop it. my my laptop's a 970 uh mobile chip. Nvidia 970. I didn't even Yeah, I didn't check specs or anything. <laughs> I'll, I'll look at minimum requirements. And I put it on the HDD drive, so not you know, it's not on uh it's on the old spin drive, but it runs good i i automatically put some things down to like uh moved it from ultra to high and i'm getting about 50 frames some some spots 60 minimum requirement is a 970 ryan (laughs) so well that's a 970 card right not mobile chip Uh, yeah so i don't know down the settings bro (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I would assume so. Oh, <laughs> uh, but I fucking I mean, love this game. I, I've been playing this game for like a while now, and I'm yeah. still in the first fucking area, man. <laughs> and this game just doesn't stop giving. It constantly gives you like new shit to do. Constantly, just new shit pops Dude, it's up. Dude, D and D, man. I've been having a fucking blast with it. I, and you know what, man? I'm playing an evil as fuck character. I'm like so bad. I'm killing everyone. So there was this. You know town, what I wish? Right? You know what In I wish we, all, we we did. What? Jesus, I wish. Remember when uh, we first started the show back up, and me, you, Eric, and Gunny, we were all gonna play D and D together. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Eric was trying to and get that us never into that. Fucking happened. I wish we would have done that because I bet we would have had a fucking blast. Because oh, that awesome. that's basically what it would have been. Jesus, what you're playing right now. So what good. you're playing right now so is what good. we would have done. All right, listen. I was in this village, okay? This, this village had druids and, like, these other people. I forget what the other people are called. There's, like, the first village you run into. It's, like, the first thing you run into in the game, Gunny. You'll run into them, like, right away. You may run into them already. But you run into this village, and the, the guy, the main guy who's, like, the leader of the village, he's telling you, like, we have, like, this problem with these fucking... These fucking uh, what are they called? Uh, like what the fuck are those little the troll guys? They're like little dudes or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, the you'll see them throughout the game. They're not elves. They're not elves. The goblins, goblins, goblins the fucking yep. goblin, the goblin motherfuckers from the camp up there keep coming. They're trying to come here to attack us. We need the druids to help us, but the druids don't want to help us, and the druids are like in the same village, kind of. So then you go down and you talk to the druid lady and she's like, hey man, she's like, look, the fucking goblins are my problem. I just care about my people, the druid people. Fuck the other people in the village. We're not going to help them. You deal with the problem. So I went back to the dude, right? And I'm like, hey man, look, the lady said to fuck off. Like she pretty much told me to tell you she ain't going to help you. I have to go talk to the goblin people myself. 
and figure out how to solve this. And he's like, okay, we'll go talk to him. So and I end up going to the goblin people. I end up being imprisoned by these fucking goblin people. Okay. And then like this crazy fucking dude appeared when I was in the prison cell for like three days, this dude appeared and fucking like John wicked everybody in the fucking room. And he's like, yo, I'm here to save your ass. And you're like, who the fuck are you? And he's like, Oh, I'm, I'm the dude with Satan, like the devil guy that was trying to make a deal with you. Well, he sent me to save you. And he told me the offer still stands if you want to take it, but he's watching you. And like, consider this like a little free favor, like a freebie, you know, like I'm here to save your ass, but don't get caught up in trouble again. Cause I might not be there to save you. So I'm like, all right, cool. So then I escaped the goblin village. I go back to the guy and I'm like, Hey dude, look, the fucking goblins imprisoned me. I don't know what to do. And he's like, well, we could just take out the druid lady, the leader, right? And I'm like, say what? He's like, yeah, we could just take her out. And like, once she's out of the picture, like, maybe the other druid people are going to listen to what you have to say. And I'm like, oh, shit. I didn't even think of that. So I go down there, right, to the little druid fucking section of the map. And I'm like, hey, lady. And she's like, hey, what the fuck do you want? I thought I told you to leave. And I'm like, all right. I don't like your tone. So I end up attacking her when she has her back turned to me, Mayo. Because, of course, I'm not going to stab her in the face. Right. I'm going to stab her in her fucking back. So I stabbed her <laughs> in the back. And I'm attacking her. And, like, she's fucking... She's like, oh, fucking... She gets all mad, right? And she, she's like, she gives this command... Dunny to like fucking kill everyone. She tells the other druids, it's fucking war, motherfucker. Like <laughs> they betrayed us. Okay, they betrayed us. They sent him here to assassinate me, kill everyone in the town. So the fucking druids, they all take off running into the village. I'm fighting her and like her people inside the little fucking cave thing. I end up killing her, right? And I'm like, all right, problem solved. She's dead. All the other druids are gonna like fall in line. I go back out to the village, bro. The fucking druids are, like, assassinating everybody in the town, Gunny. Like, everyone, dude. Like, the little kids, the fucking cows, the fucking random people in the town. They're killing Killing. everyone. And I'm like, I'm like, holy shit, the druids have gone crazy. The fucking druids, they're turning into bears and shit, okay? They're, like, turning into crazy animals. I'm like, what the fuck? I run up there, bro. And I, I pull out my sword like a badass, and I'm like, okay, let's fight. We start fighting. I end up fighting like fucking seven druids up there. We kill them with the help of the villagers, because some of the villagers are like warriors. So they're, they're also helping in the fight, but like on their own terms. So we're end up attacking the fucking druids. We kill them all. And the mayor guy's like, well, good job. You took that lady out. And I'm like, bro, half your village is dead. And he's like, nah, don't worry about the village. Now that the druids are dead and the goblins were dead, because I went to the goblin camp and killed everyone in the goblin camp, too. He's like, well, now that the goblins are all gone and the druids are all gone, uh, we're safe. I'm like, how the fuck are you safe, man? Like, how the, how the <laughs> what's hell? Left, what's left of you is safe, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, ten people or the whole village is left. And, like, everyone died except, like, ten people. And he's like, don't worry about it, man. We're safe. We're going to go to Baldur's Gate. You coming with me? And I'm like, fuck no. And he's like, all right, well, thank you for your help. And he gave me some, like, fucking shit for helping him. And then I go back down to the Druid to loot all, like, where I killed the main boss lady. I go down there because I'm like, 
everyone's gone in this village. I go down there to start looting, and there's some guy down there. I'm like, who the fuck are you? And he's like, oh. He's like, I'm like the last druid left. And I'm like, oh, okay. And he's like, look, man, I know you killed my boss fucking leader lady, but, like, she had to be killed. She wouldn't listen to you, and I understand why you did it. And I'm like, so, like, are you mad at me? She's like, well, yeah, kind of, but, like, it's whatever. Like, I understand why you did it. So, like, here's, like, a thing for killing her, and, like, go unlock this chest. It gives you, like, this crazy, like, fucking vault key or whatever that you gave me. It unlocks some underground passage under the fucking statue that gives you, like, this crazy loot. And I'm like, okay. So I go down there, I get this loot, and I get a cool spear out of that. But, like, all this shit, like, crazy shit happens in this game, Gunny. Like, random crazy shit, bro. I was running around, right? I ran into some old lady, Gunny. And she's arguing with these two guys. And they're like, give us back our sister. And I'm like, what the fuck? And they're like, hey, man. And I'm like, what's up? And they're like, this lady has our sister. And I'm like, yo, why do you have their sister? And she's like, I don't have their fucking sister. I don't know what they're talking about. And I'm like, I don't believe you, lady. I think you have their sister. And she's like, how dare you say I have their sister? And they're like, we know you have her. And then she's like, well, she's like, mark my words. But if you ever, she's like, if you ever step into my house, you will not be welcome. And she disappears, dude. Like, she's like a witch or something. I'm like, what the fuck? And then I talk to the brothers, and I'm like, what's up, dudes? And they're like, are you going to help us go find her? And I'm like, fuck no. I got my own problems to worry about. <laughs> go deal with your own shit. So they're like, Not okay, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're like, whatever, asshole. And they take off running, right? And I never see them again. So then I'm running to, like, this, like, area, dude. And I run into, like, this, like, awesome-looking area, Gunny. Everything's beautiful and pristine. Beautiful trees and little sheep everywhere. And, like... The 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 narrator chick, right? She's like, she's like, she's like, you pause and you sense that something's amiss, but you don't know what it is. And then it tells you like, what do you want to do? Like, you want to use persuasion, intimidation, perception, whatever. And then you have to guess, right? And I and I fucked up and I didn't do it right. And it's like, oh, you you fucked up. You failed the dice roll, whatever. I keep running. And I'm going to that old lady's house, right? And the dude's sister is there eating dinner. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? Your brother's looking for you. And she's like, my brother's? I'm like, yeah, dude, your brother's were out there looking for you. And then turns out, Gunny, this fucking lady's like a witch. And she has this chick trapped in her house. Is she under a mind control? Is that what was going on? No. He went there to ask the witch for help. For, like, to find somebody, like her lover or something. And the witch just fucking kept her. And, like, this witch offered me a deal. She said, look, I'll take that worm out of your brain if you give me one of your eyeballs. And I'm like, why the fuck would I give you one of my eyeballs? She's like, she's like, that's the price. She's like, you give me one of your eyes, I take the worm out of your head, and then I put your eyeball back on, and you'll be fine. And you'll and be I'm fine. Like, I'm like, fuck Trust no, me. I ain't taking that deal, bro. One. So I ended up... Oh, the lady, the, the the old hag lady, right? She's called the old hag. She ends up, like, telling me, okay, whatever, bro. Like, if you reconsider our deal that I offered you about the worm in the head and your eyeball, come back and talk to me. Have a good day. I'm like, cool, whatever, bro. I end up going upstairs, and I start stealing shit from her house. I start stealing, like, gold and, like, 
And she fight fucking. Fe- she finds out. She's like, "Hey, motherfucker, what are you doing?" And I'm like, "Oh fuck!" And I try to lie to her. Right? I'm like, "I didn't steal nothing." And like, dice roll completely fails. She ends up <laughs> turning into the witch that she is. Pocket change falling out of gold yeah, coins falling oceans, out of the back of his pocket. Fucking, yeah. fucking oceans falling out of my pocket and shit. I don't got nothing. That this fucking lady <laughs> turns into the point. witch. This lady turned into a witch, bro, and she starts fucking me up. She has like a hell, a hell of, hell of health points. And then the whole village, Penny, that was like super nice and like all like rainbows and beautiful lakes and little sheep. Turns out all that shit was like a spell, bro. It was all like a fucking. It like changes when she turns into a witch. It all changes into like what it really is. It's like a it fucking a swamp. It was like a swamp. With like fucking goblins and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? And then the lady ended up attacking her and she ended up leading me down to one of her lairs. And that's where I'm at now. I'm in her fucking lair and I'm afraid to go further because she's like really powerful, dude. You could tell she's powerful. She has like all these crazy fucking magic spells, dude. I'm like, I don't know if I want to fight this lady, dude. Maybe I should just leave her. Like, I stole some of her shit. No what's your what's your current level that you're at? Level four or five. Yeah. So I have the characters that I have in my party are Will, so that the fighter dude, uh, Shadowheart, the chick from the ship that you save. Yeah. And then I ha- then I have a green chick, the green girl from the ship as well. Oh, is Shadowheart is she the one that looks like Hellboy's girlfriend? I mean, she doesn't have horns or whatever. Like that's uh, the one that I started with, but I guess you get hair. to choose. No, are you talking about Green Girl, the girl that's green? No, I mean I know her from the from from Hell's fucking Satan boat or whatever. There's there's the Green Girl, like at the beginning of the game. Yeah. She's the Green Girl. She looks like the Grinch. Yeah, yeah. And then there's there's Shadowheart, which yeah. is Bay, right? And there's Will, which is my homie, and then there's me. And that's my party. But I have like three other characters that I can equip into my party because I've unlocked them by like doing random quests. I ran into people that are like, oh, I'll join you on your quest. And I'm like, cool, bro. Go meet me at my camp. But you can only have four people in your party at once. So like, I haven't really fought with these people and I don't feel like I want to put them in my party because I don't know them. So I'm like, fuck you. You just chill at the camp and I'll talk to you whenever I want to talk to you right now. I'm assuming that at some point I'm going to have to equip them, right? To do certain quests. Probably, yeah. This is my, kind of my first Baldur's right Gate, probably since the original Xbox. But I've done a lot of shit, man. Like, I'm doing a lot of shady shit. I'm killing people. I'm betraying people. Like, this one guy, right? I, I saved him. And he was part of, like, this group of, like, soldiers that were transporting, like, this chest. And they got attacked by, like, these werewolf-looking things. Like, these hyenas that turned to werewolves. When they die, they turn into like werewolves, and they're being attacked by them. And they're like this whole uh, squad of soldiers. He had like a bunch of mercenaries with him. They all got killed. I end up going up there and saving his ass. Right, I kill all the werewolves, and I saved dude. And I'm like, I'm like, hey man. He's like, hey, thank you for saving me. And I'm like, how come you didn't help me back there? You could have helped me. And he's like, well, I didn't know that you were gonna kill them. And I'm like, bro, you saw me fighting them. What the fuck? He's like, yeah, yeah, my bad. And then I tell him, I'm like, all right, cool. I saved you. Give me your chest as payment. 
And he's like, I can't do that. And I'm like, well, why the fuck not? And he's like, because I swore an oath to protect the chest with my life and deliver it to its rightful owner. That was my oath. And I must keep that. And I'm like, fuck your oath. I saved your fucking life, dude. You give me the chest right now. And he's like, no. He's like, okay, how about we make a deal? I'll give you something else in exchange for the chest. And I'm like, okay, what are you going to give me? And he gives me like some some stupid-ass shit, Gunny, okay? He's like, if you go to Baldur's Gate and you go to the tavern and you speak this fucking riddle, the guy will know you're with the brotherhood of whatever the fuck. And I'm like, you get a plastic whistle. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, right. Speak some stupid riddle to some guy at the door in Baldur's Gate in some tavern, and he's going to accept me into the brotherhood. I don't want to be part of your brotherhood, dude. Finally, tell him, okay, thank you for the thing. And then what happens, Mail? He walks away, and I stab him in the back. Oh, stab him in the back. Oh, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah, stab him in the back <laughs> as he turns away from me. And he's like, holy shit, you're attacking. And I'm fucking, my squad is fucking them all up. And we fucking murder them. And then I lockpick the chest. And you know what was in the chest, Gunny? I was getting ready to ask, what's in the chest? I fucking, there was like a letter, a bunch of gold, and like a, some flask. It was like a flask mail. But it's called like the something dark soul flask or some shit. And it has like a human soul in it or something. It says like, this thing contains the soul of like a powerful creature. And I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, I need this. So some dude paid a lot of money to hire these mercenaries to transport this fucking chest across the land to his castle, wherever the fuck he was going. Dude ain't getting that flask. It's my flask now. Okay. I fucking murdered those guys. That may come in handy someday. It's mine. I might. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll deliver it to the dude myself and I'll be like, hey, man, you want your flask? Give me a lot of gold or something. You know what I mean? I don't know. Who knows, Gunny? Deliver That's upon payment. I have a bunch of random shit in my inventory that I don't even need because if I run into a vendor, I can sell them all that shit and then try to like barter with them. Cause you know, if you don't have gold gunny, so you run into a vendor, right? And you want to buy it like, yet, but you I have buy gold. like, you want to buy like, I don't know they have like a cool weapon you want to buy for your guy. And you're like, I really want that weapon, but it costs 5,000 gold and I only have a thousand. But you have a bunch of random shit in your inventory, like, I don't know, random stuff, like fucking gold and jewelry and shit that you stole. Yeah, like some uh, you can either sell that, that crap. You can sell that to him, or you can use that stuff to, like, kind of supplement your purchase. So you can say, I'll, I'll throw in this ring and this, like, fucking ruby thing and, like, this other shit, and that'll, like, make up the lost gold that I don't have for this purchase. So you could do that. That's kind of the, the cool thing about carrying all that stuff with you. I'll give um, them four apples and a rake. But yeah, man, right there's, so much ingredients. To, there's so much to this game, Mayo and Gunny. Like, you could explore so much. The combat isn't the greatest, but I understand why it's turn-based. Because the combat is fucking complicated sometimes. Like, you can cast mm-hmm. spell. Yeah. And then you can cast another spell that's on top of that spell that combines the spells that, like, makes it a super spell. And then you can do, like, another spell on top of that other spell. You can push people into the spell to be hurt by the spell. You can drag people out of it. You can, like, also kinds of shit. Like, there's a reason it's turn-based because there's so much stuff going on that I feel like if it was all going on 
in real time, you would never be able to keep up. You would be like over fucking whelmed. <laughs> so far, so far I'm not. On. So far I'm not overwhelmed with it. And in that kind of that, I don't know if you would have call it like the first dungeon. I've got, I've got four players. Jesus. So in mine, where I started off with three, right? Once I left the uh, Satan's uh, spaceboat. I don't know what you want to call it, right? That yeah. abomination of a fucking flying. <laughs> Alien spaceboat. That was a cool cutscene, though. That intro yeah. where the dragons are attacking it. That was shit, badass. That shit was pretty badass. So, so when I landed, right, and I came up, and what I thought was like a, a fast travel point, but it wasn't. It was a portal of some sorts. So what happened? And you was, pulled the dude out of it. I pulled the dude out of it. Yeah. I was you like, see, what the, the fuck first is this? time. The first time I ran into that portal, I walked, I like, it said, just like, leave it alone. And I said, leave it alone. Cause I was like, I almost did. I almost left it alone. Cause I thought, oh, if I, I went, die. I went back there like seven hours later, bro. <laughs> so I was like, just going through the map. I ended up at that portal again. And I, and I pulled the dude out like eight hours later. I'm like, I could have totally skipped this. I could have totally just went right I almost past did. I shit. thought it was a, I thought it was a fast travel point. And and yeah, and it is a fast travel point, but you got to pull the dude out first. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, see, I was like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so, so like, I would have totally skipped that. Yeah, so way, I pulled, uh, you'll find another. And I think he's a mage, if I'm not mistaken. I think he. So he's got a lot of good spells. Yes, and he boy, is did a he come in handy. Mage. Yeah, that was cool. So then I was like, okay, this game's cool. So then you get to that kind of that first dungeon, right, right by the camp. And I lost, I think, twice, right? Where it said game over. And I was like, huh, okay, let me try a different strategy. Reload, right? It reloads you right at that point. Um, And then I was like, okay, I can take the guy with the crossbow. He can shoot the barrel, which releases all the oil. And then I figured I'll take my mage. I'll light, I'll I'll ignite that. Like first, you know, given all those enemies damage. And I was like, fuck, yeah, yeah, man, I'm fucking getting this shit down. And then don't have everybody. And then I was like, OK, all right. Not everybody's going to stand in one fucking crowded line because because on the enemy that. side, they were he shot like a fire arrow or whatever. And that yeah. gives everybody damage. I was like, OK, I see. Kind of spread everybody out first. Like, that was cool. That was awesome. There's a lot um, of stuff to this game, dude. So then what I did was. I thought, fuck, yeah, man, I beat everybody. And then I thought I said long. I. I chose long rest where it said like it gave me that option for short rest, long rest or go back to camp, which I haven't been to the camp yet. Right. And I thought, and I didn't know it was like literally in the next door. So I said, all right, let's do long rest. But I think it like automatically put me in the camp and I went, Oh no, I didn't get to loot everybody. But after I did the camp, like you walk out the door and it's like, there's all the enemies right there. So I was able to loot them. All right there. And so I don't know where to go from there, Jesus. I don't know where to go. Like after I left and I went back upstairs, I'm like, where the hell? Trust me. You will run into enemies. You'll run into people. Just just explore, man. Yeah, it doesn't tell me where to go. It doesn't say anything about you should go here. The game doesn't tell you shit. The game doesn't tell you. The game just says do whatever. Once you get quests, it'll kind of like tell you, okay, go this way for this quest. And then they end up going to the second area, right? Because I got to, like, this bridge, and a fucking dragon guy showed up, one of the dragon people. And the green chick knows those people. She's like, oh, that's my fucking people from the whatever clan. And I'm like, okay, go talk to them. 
she's like hi and he's like hey he's like i work for the emperor lady or whatever the empress of the whatever clan and he's like a dragon guy he has like a fucking dragon and i'm like i could totally attack this guy right now and try to kill him but that fucking dragon is with oh, him. oh yeah I don't know how powerful that You'd be a crispy is. critter, I think. You know, like, <laughs> Even at level four or five. <laughs> you know, like that fucking dragon is pretty powerful looking, Mayo. That thing was fighting that ship. And that thing was pretty powerful. Like and it ripped like, no. it ripped the ship open like Yeah, like with the steel. And like, like, like ignited the inside of it. It was fucking cool ass scene. Anyways, I didn't fight him, but I ended up lying to him about this artifact that he was looking for. He was like we're looking for this artifact. Do you know where it's at? And I was like, no. Don't know, bro. He's like, okay. But all along, one of my fucking party members is carrying this shit in her pocket. <laughs> yeah. He's like, uh, oh, I have this thing. And I'm like, what the fuck? I have it, Jesus. I, I yeah. try to open it up. I try to examine it. And this is literally like a couple of hours ago. So that then artifact it, it's important. Okay. Don't, don't try to spoil it too much for me because... It even says, like, drop it on the ground. I'm like, no, I'm not going to drop it on the ground. So I just put it back in since it wouldn't open. I put it back. I remember. Keep keep the artifact. All right. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to throw it on the ground. And then uh, this this game reminds me a lot of um, Divinity Original Sin 2. Yeah, they. I remember like in that where you could like sell quest items. I remember it being like an issue. Where like you could pick up something and it didn't like it could be a major quest item and you could just sell it to a vendor, and then you could like screw yourself on the quest, you know, or you could just kill a vendor, like you just kill the vendor and take whatever you want. And I still like to kind of kept the same concept throughout the game. Yes, you could do whatever you want in this game. You can literally me a lot kill. Of that. Yeah. Listen, you can literally kill everyone in a village, and like the game lets you. It's like okay, everyone's dead in this village now. Right, and it just maybe skips those quest lines or whatever, probably for you. Probably, yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah. I would think that's unless what it's, it's a major do. quest or something like that. Yeah, but I remember yeah. in in Divinity: Original Sin that there was like some kind of thing where like you could basically make it so you couldn't finish the game. Like you would sell an item and you needed it <laughs> to get like to the end, evil? and was then you were too, just stuck. Yeah, you were just stuck and you couldn't finish the game. Like you were just wow. You had to go back and find the vendor that you sold it to. You know, you're like, if you if you didn't kill him, right? Yeah. yeah, if you didn't kill him, well, if you killed him, you probably looted it again. So it's somewhere in the game, but you didn't know where you got rid of it at, and you'd have to go back and Man. find find it. You know, in a big massive That's game like scary. that. That's scary to think about because this game will totally uh, let you do that. I think. I don't know if it would do that in this one or not. Uh, maybe. Didn't they? Know? Did they also make Neverwinter Nights? I think I don't. It might be the same developer because I was talking to a coworker and. I was watching Ghost Nico stream this game, and I swear, like every time he opened the menu, I'm like, I swear that looks like Neverwinter Nights, which was a free to play game, uh, which is actually pretty good. So I recommend that. I remember when uh, Xbox One launch, I think that came out on. I mean, it came out on everything, but yeah, another good RPG. Um, but yeah, this game, it, it's fucking good. So good, man. I just I'm having a blast with it. I I like the characters. I like the, the relationships I'm building with the different characters. So Shadowheart, she's the one that I'm currently pursuing romancing, I think, because she wanted to hang out with me one night. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll go hang out with you in your fucking tent or whatever. And then I don't know, we ended up fucking getting drunk or something and talking about shit. 
And then she's like, oh, whatever. What about happened the other night? I don't know. I don't know. She's like, oh, well, I don't know. I kind of like you or something. And I was like, okay, cool. So Shadow Hearts, Shadow Hearts the brunette, right? Who I met at the door, who she, she couldn't open the door. Yeah, but I met her at the ship. See, you met her at the door, but you could have also met her at the ship. If you would have, like, saved that chick that was in that pod thing. Which I you didn't. Yeah. You didn't. You would have got her there at the ship instead of getting her at that door. But if you didn't get her there, you could get her at that door. So yeah, I think and these I... characters from the party, yeah. if you don't meet them in like one spot, there's multiple spots where you can probably meet them. Yeah, so but, far, uh, and what's kind of cool is like where you can go to, I think, I don't, but outside of combat, you can go talk to them. And so Shadowheart, where I kept coming up to her and like, Hey, like, uh, she's not saying like, I want to get to know you, but it's like, tell me a little bit about yourself or something like that. And she's like, yeah, you're not exactly like people I'd really hang out with or, you know, like I've got people back in Boulder's <laughs> Gate, but <laughs> so far you're not that bad. You know, it's like, yeah. she's got a real gunny, attitude. Gunny, gunny striking out over there. I man, three times so far. So yeah, for me, she's like, oh, I like you. Cause they've been like. What do you she think? She doesn't about like my, my red elf chick, man. She's a wood elf, and yeah, I don't think she's she likes like, her very I much. Was like, I was like, what do you think about my my what I've done so far? And she's like, Well, I think that you have your reasons and you're doing a pretty good job. Whatever. And I'm like, all right. And I ended up convincing her to use the brain worms. Cause like the you know, because if you pick up brain worms from other dead bodies that have the worm in them. I haven't seen any yet. You can you can pick those up and you can eat the worm and the like the worms upgrade your character's like abilities in his brain, which are different abilities from like the spells that you have. So they're kind of like some are passive and some are like actual like you learn a spell or whatever. So is that like, like so the one spell that I have is where you can like where okay, like it shows on the screen where it's telling me learn more about the creature by talking to them or something. I assume it's subliminally. Is that what's that? about no you actually eat it you eat the you eat the worm and then like yeah your your psychic abilities are like your worm powers become more strong and you become like more attuned to whatever's in your head the parasite that's in your head you become like yeah. more attached <laughs> to it but it gives you also more power so i'm like i kind of want these powers so i was like I haven't ate one yet but i'm like i convinced Shadowheart too and then i try to convince will and the green chick to do it but I completely filled my 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 dice rolls on them, and I was, they were like, "No, nah, we're not gonna do it." And I'm like, "Well, fuck." I'm like, "Maybe I should do it." But I heard that if you do it, your character becomes like different looking. Like his eyes start turning red, and like you become like more evil looking and shit. And like the more that you do it, the more evil your character starts to look. And then like. I don't know how that affects the gameplay, you know, because the story right now is you're trying to figure out how to get these worms out of your head. And I'm like, well, why would I eat them if I'm trying to figure That's out? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Yeah. Like, but I'm like, I mean, what if you play I do more of this. So I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> what if I do eat them, though? If I eat them and I become more powerful, then like. But I, I, I can but I see where you're going with this. I, I wouldn't want to be controlled in the latter game. You know what I mean? Like, isn't that the whole thing of why you were put in Satan's but maybe, lair the, but in that maybe, evil squid face. Yeah. 
maybe you get more powers if you let this thing just take over, Tony. Yeah, yeah. And maybe maybe you'd be as powerful. I would like as more spells. Squid boy. Maybe you get as powerful as Squid Boy the more more evil you get. I don't know, man. I'm playing an evil guy, so I might do that. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying, honey, there's multiple people that you run into in the beginning area that can tell you they can try to take the worm out of your head. I'm going to tell you this. Don't trust any of those motherfuckers. Any of them. There's okay, I haven't run ones. into Eddie yet because everybody's been talking about, we there's, need a healer. We need a healer. And you've a got a healer in your group, but they're not qualified to take a worm out of your brain. There's or, a lot of healers, and a lot of these healers are bullshit. They either imprison you, or they'll try to attack you, or they try to kill you, or they try to do some crazy shit to you. Like, I even went into this guy that was like Satan, bro. Like, he appeared out of nowhere on the road. And he was like, I'll make a deal with you. And like, next thing you know, I was in like his mansion and he looked like, like a really rich guy. I'm like, what the fuck? Where am I? He's like, oh, you're in my, in my villa. And I'm like, where the fuck are we? And then he's like, then he ends up showing his true self and he's like Satan or something, bro. And he's oh, like, shit. he's like, I'll make a deal with you. If you, if you like vow to make a pact with me right now. I'll give you I'll give you unlimited power and I'll take this worm out of your head. But I'm like Sounds too good to be true, do, doesn't do it? I make a, <laughs> do I make a pact with the devil, bro? I don't know. You know, I was like, I don't think I'm gonna make a pact with the devil right now. And that's he's like, All right, he's like, Maybe I'll he's like, I'll be watching you. He's like, if you change your mind, I'll come back and ask you and maybe you'll change your mind later on. And I'm like, Okay, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah, I have to think about that one. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to end up in a goblin prison either. So I ended up in maybe that's part of the prison. story. I don't know. I don't think it was. I think I just fucked up. I was too trusting, and I, I fucked up. Reminds me of a uh, Witcher Three, right, where they put you in prison. I think that was the DLC. That was that was some damn good DLC. Blood and wine, I think. Yeah, I just have fun with this game. It's so good. Um, I can't wait to see where the story goes. I'm like a bunch of hours into this game. I don't know how many hours exactly. I want to say 13 hours. I'm not 100% sure, though, Gunny. How many hours exactly I'm in it. But I'm pretty far in it. And I Look, wanna... you are... Let me scroll back to it. Yeah, how many hours do I have, man? Joe's, I played you. nine hours, but I probably really just played... Uh... Two and a half. That's how long it took me to get to the. I gotta, I gotta find you. You have sixteen point four hours in it, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. So quite a bit. That's not nothing, and I'm still in the first area. Yeah, Nico. Nico's got forty nine hours in it right now. That's nuts. But yeah, there's so much to do in this game, dude. So much to do. And I'm like seeing, sometimes... yeah, I'm seeing a lot of my friends. Like one of my friends in my Steam Steam group has like a hundred and has a hundred and seven hours yeah. already. So there's must be a lot you can do. Another one has fifty. So yeah. and Nico has forty nine. That's the crazy part about this game. Like there's just so much shit. And you will just keep running into it, Gunny. You just keep running into it, like running into things, dude. 
Yeah. I know Ghost Nico, like he's, you know, when he calls me up, we talk, he's talking about like just how much he's loving this game. So all the new, all the cool shit he's finding. So, I'm just worried. I feel that. like it's <laughs> about the adventure more than anything. I heard like oh. somebody saying something like that. It's, it's, it's not like the plot really per se. It's like you just go and this thing just happen and yeah, you just roll with it kind of thing. Like I said, I was like, yeah, I'm just rolling with them, man. I'm just being evil as hell. I'm just like, fuck you. I'm killing you. I'm killing you. I'm taking you out. Fucking Iams told me today that he was in a village and that he fucked up in the dialogue with someone where it ended up turning out that he had to attack them or they had to attack him, which ended up turning the whole village against them. So he ended up killing everyone in the village. And now he can't sell the stuff that he has, and he has too many things. Oh no! So he's like, <laughs> that makes sense. Or whatever. I am. Yeah. I am. That does make sense from your uh, Twitter post. I was like, what? Uh, what happened? <laughs> yeah. He, he's and like, I don't I know, know what to do. He's like, he's like, I, he's like, I fucking killed everyone. So I, I have all this stuff from this village, but like, I have no one to sell it to because there's no one to sell it to because I killed mm-hmm. everyone. He should have left like one vendor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then, like, uh, you killed everyone. He's like, yeah, everyone. I'm like, wow. Damn, That's... pillage. So Burn it down, do man. That. Um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff in this game, and I, yeah, I want to oh. keep playing it and exploring it. I'm I will say one thing, Mayo, that that's really throwing me off, and I and I keep forgetting it every time, but it's something I can do from from watching Ghost Nico stream it on discord is that so when you're standing it's not like XCOM, right so if you're standing next to an enemy and you want to move to a different spot you you can't just move it right so it, like it'll give you that option like all right i'm going to move my character up here but what happens when you move well it does happen in XCOM, but not every time where <clears throat> in XCOM is called uh, overwatch so um so what happens when you move, you'll get hit, right? You'll get hit from the enemy that you're standing next to. So like they'll only move like halfway from where you re- originally wanted to go. Um, but there is a thing like on there where it's it's something like disengage from combat or something. I don't know if that I don't know. Does that let you move to where you want to go? Assuming you have the skill points or the points to do it, um, because I got hit every fucking time where I was like, fuck, like Damn it, like, I forgot about that. Like, so even if, male, if you want to move backwards, right, from the spot you were originally in, like, the enemy's going to hit you because you got to turn your back to the enemy, right? right. Um, if you want to run forward, you got to run through the enemy. So, of course, they're going to shank you when you walk by, run by. <laughs> yeah, it's like, damn, so keep that in mind, you know? Yeah. Nice. So, very strategic, right, on your movements and yeah, where you're where you're going to, but you can't stand still either because you know may, that may not be the best spot, especially if you're standing too close to one of your uh, somebody in your party. So yeah, if they're gonna throw something at you, you're both gonna take damage. Something I learned already, but so far, man, I'm like fuck yeah, man. I figured it out like the third time where I was oh yeah, I know what to do now. I'm gonna do a spell. Then I'm going to move my character over here and then I'm going to take on this set. Oh, I got to heal first. This is pretty cool. I'm going to uh, I'm going to use a male a ranged attack with uh, the crossbow. You know, and it kind of tells you like your enemies, like how much health they have left. But 
you know, they might go from like health point nine to two, but it's like, fuck, thought it would kill him. I'm using my rage when I need to. Yeah. So now everybody has a crossbow. Pretty I'm much. sorry to play more of it, but I'm worried that I'm not going to get close to even beating this game by the time Starfield is out. And I think Starfield is going to steal me away from the game. Uh, cause I'm what's that less hyped. than a week now or something? Or yeah, dude, yeah. I'm hyped for Starfield mail. I have a dilemma. Yeah, we, got, mail. we got almost two weeks. Two oh, weeks. what's that? So on PC, right? I can buy the game on Steam. I want to play it on the first. So that being said, playing it on the first, I would have to buy the deluxe edition. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. That's, say, can that's you? That's a hundred. That's a hundred dollars, American hard American dollars. All right, okay. but Jesus, can't you on Steam? Or since I have Game Pass, I did notice yesterday when I was looking at it, it said purchase a deluxe edition for thirty five dollars because it's cheaper on Game Pass. You get the uh, discount or whatever. Yeah. So. That, that'll I give do, you man? early access, right? Do I buy it on the Hobo Windows Store, or just say fuck it and buy it for a hundred bucks on Steam? Hmm. I would say just probably just buy it on the Hobo Windows Store. And that's what I would say because mm. I I'm gonna say that Jesus because that's to be the PC version that we're all playing, right? Like all the Game Pass players and all that stuff. So it because be eventually, much out. this is the way I see it, and I could be wrong, right? Because you are buying it like on that Game Pass whatever fucking launcher thing, but meh. You, so here's what I'm thinking, Jesus. Eventually, you're going to want to play with mods, right? Let's say it's like 30 days from, from launch. Uh, I'm thinking if you do it from the Game Pass launcher, you'd have to use Nexus for those mods. And and I know they're going to have a Creators Club. So with a Creators Club, the Bethesda Creator Club, and if assuming it worked the same way with like Fallout 4, where some of that stuff is free and but I think most of it is you have to pay for those mods, right? Which I don't know if anybody ever did that. So, but if you pay the hundred dollars on steam, right, you're going to get, you could just use the steam workshop. Um, Cause people are going to be adding stuff like madness, you know, once that kind of opens up, I don't know. I don't know how they authorize it or if it's just like Microsoft has to create, I don't know how that works. Right. But, Eventually, right, you'll have access to all that stuff for free. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's eh, it's kind of hit or like, yeah, take your pick on that one. Do I want to pay the 100 bucks on Steam? Do I want to pay just the, just get the Game Pass one? Yeah, because who knows? You may not want to do like just the Steam Workshop for maybe, I don't know, four or five months, right? Once there's like a ton of content on there. Like, oh, I just made this crazy ass spaceship and, you know, using all these better life mods and fucking yeah. create, you know, more character creation stuff. So. But you figure that's what I'm going to do, too, right? I'll probably play it a lot on console. Then I'll use Nexus mods for the uh, Game Pass version. 
but I, I don't think I'm going to get the day one version either. So I'll just wait till it actually, when's it yeah, actually come I'll, out? I'll on the, is it the sixth? Do the game pass version. Sixth, ninth. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm just kind of watchful, you know, I'm just keeping my eye on it. I'm not really sure about the game yet. I don't have high hopes. I don't have low hopes. You know, I just hope it's a good game. No expectations, game and... huh? Yeah, no, not for me. I mean, it, it, the idea sounds good, you know, but I'm not, like, super hyped about it. But uh, I think I feel like I'm one of the... I mean, there's probably a few other ones out there, but I still don't know. I feel like I'm one of the few that, like, I'm like, eh, can, can, can do with or without it to me. Really? Yeah. On, like, I don't know. Game of the year almost status, I think. Come on. Yeah, I don't know. I mean... Come on, now. I feel like... Waiting, bro. You're waiting for that Forza to come out um, in, what, yeah. October? No, I'm hoping... I mean, I'm hoping it comes out really well and gets really good reviews and everything. You know, I, I guess I'm just cautious because of the last couple of, you know, big Microsoft games have been so poorly reviewed and and talked Red, about. And Red then you <laughs> yeah, and then you got yeah. games like Borders Gate out there that are so good, you know. And then you got Final Fantasy, yeah. Final Fantasy out there, and you got a few other ones, you know, that other stuff coming out. So, and like, is this going to get lost in a shuffle, or is this going like, to like come out on top at the end of the year? Nah, I. It'd be interesting to see. I think it'll be like you know. I think it'll be talked about like a Skyrim type. Th- not maybe not like that status, but. They're going to make seven different versions of it and sell it seven different ways seven years from now. Because that's probably when their next game is going to come out, you know? Yeah, hopefully. I mean... But Fallout 76 was not good, in my opinion. I don't know. It just felt like Fallout 4 with friends with less shit to do in it. The map felt too small. I don't know. It had a story, but it wasn't exciting. Yeah, but this is single player, right? Single player stuff. Yeah, I'm excited. I want to play Starfield. I want to play the fuck out of that game. I'm super excited for it. Or it kind of <laughs> Starfield to me seems like No Man's Sky, but what I wanted No Man's Sky to be, what it should have been. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the thousand planets to explore, whatever, to kind of have like a cool story. That's what No Man's Sky should have and been. And maybe, maybe that's what's got me hesitant, Jesus. Maybe when No Man's Sky came out, I pre ordered that sucker. I was hyped and ready for that game. And then I was really let down. So maybe it's like, uh, I'm not sure what the term I'm looking for, just some past, past experience holding me back from wanting to play this thing. I don't know. Maybe I've maybe I've been scarred by No Man's Sky, Jesus. <laughs> You've been burned <laughs> one too many but, times. Yep, no game like it can come out now without me being hesitant. Yeah, but they are reviewing it as we speak, so there are some people out there. They got review copies already, like your Jez Cordens and uh, other Xbots got it. So mm-hmm. they've been, they are playing it. When will they release the Metacritic? Maybe on the first. Yeah, I think that's on what the, the 30, 31st. 
That's when the embargo lifts. Yeah, 31st. But I think, so when is Gamescom? Because I know that with any game where they do a, what's called a preview, like IGN does previews, but everybody does it, like GameSpots and other things. So they're kind of like light reviews, right? They it, Matter of fact, that happens with most games. You know, they choose their words carefully and they get approval from you know, the companies, right? One of the things that's very promising about this game, guys, is that some people that have been playing the game now, rumor has it that some people are like 15 hours in or more, and they haven't encountered any major bugs. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing. So, Which is kind uh, of promising. Sounds good. Yeah. And that's, that's without the day one patch, man. It's almost, uh, it's almost like weird for Bethesda game. Yeah. But hey, how long has this game been in development? Come on. Like, I think they've worked most of those bugs out, right? Yeah. I don't know. I said seven years, but I don't know how long it's been. It's been at least that six, right? Since they announced it. Didn't didn't they say, like, it's been in the making for that was like his vision for so many years, whatever it is? I was going to say it'd be that, that many years in the making, but then they say that in one of the ads. Yeah, and it's a new engine, right? It's 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 a uh, 2.0 of whatever they're, you know, Bethesda. Like the, the game they always wanted to make but couldn't make kind of thing? Correct. Now that they're owned by Microsoft, right? They can, No, they, but they announced it before the purchase acquisition. So hopefully with the Microsoft money, they were able to better develop the game. Made a deal with the devil, man. Jesus, you need to finish Baldur's Gate 3 before you play it. Better hurry. Better 100 more hours. We think you can do it. He's distracted over there. (laughs) But, (laughs) hey, so I know that's what Jesus has been playing, but that's also all I've really been playing as well. So just uh, Remnant 2 and Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, besides a few other Game Pass games like Quake Two, and yeah, that that Quake Two, I know because I just couldn't get into it. It's too old school Mayo for me. Yeah, I can see that. Like it was, I played it on PC. I think mouse and keyboard. Um, did, no, did I download it on console? I don't remember. But it was like, ah, this is kind of lame, you know. Even though it's like been, uh, you know, up. What do you call it? Like. Not remastered. I always forget the name of it. But I don't know. They did some shit on. Maybe I should have played it on PC, right? Because I think that's where they did like some of the. They cleaned it up a bit. So I don't know if they did the same thing on console. But yeah, I, I didn't have... mess with. I didn't mess with multiplayer. I just did single player. I had one of those. I'm trying to remember which one it was. It came out when they came out with ray tracing. And they had a ray tracing um, version oh, of it. Weren't, weren't we talking about it? It was. Uh... I got it when I first got this PC, but I know there's been. I'll try and find it on here because that one was actually fun. Um, the name is going to come to me. Was it a. No, damn. Let's see. Now, now it's not even showing up on here. Yeah, it's yeah. Quake 2 RTX. Okay. Yeah. It was... Yeah, had had ray tracing as a special ray tracing version. You got yeah. It was an arena. 
because I'm pretty sure it was like they had Arena One, Two, and Three, I think. And Champions? yeah, but it was what is it? I have a Quake Champions as well. Quake Champions that I played. That's what it was. I th- I don't know if it was free to play, but I think I got like a code or something which came with this PC like six years ago, and I was like, oh, this game's pretty cool. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Where, yeah, it's hard. For, I don't know. It's hard for me to play old school games anymore. Not, I'm not the retro gamer. Yeah, for me to be able to play an old school game, it has to be like a 2D game. Yeah. You give, you give me a 3D old school game and they just don't seem as enjoyable. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh-uh. It's weird. Yeah, just can't get into it. I think it's because that 3D technology is kind of like what we use in new games. So it just feels really, really dated. Right. You know? And then when you go to a 2D game, it doesn't feel so dated because it's like a different perspective. So you don't feel like it's, you know, you can't compare it to something that comes out today every day. Yeah. Like I can probably go back and play Dead Cells, but, um, but like, what was it? Symphony of the Night? What am I thinking of? Um, Castlevania? Yeah, if it's like a Castlevania, like I couldn't see myself going back playing an old school Castlevania. Like not in its original form or anything, even like, uh, you know, homebrewed. I don't know know if I'd enjoy that. Pretty much all you've been playing over there? Yeah, I think so. I didn't really even play any uh, mobile games while out at the water park. So a lot of uh, arc- arcade games at the ar- at the uh, water park slash hotel this weekend. So, How was that experience? I can't, I can't imagine the last time I've been in an arcade to see arcade games. It was a really small one. So it was like it was like this uh, hotel with 500 rooms, which had a big water park, so like a gymnasium. And then everything else was like really like a small little Dunkin Donuts inside and little arcade and it had like a I know you're asked about the arcade but I can't wait to talk about the other stuff but they had the uh climbing the ropes or whatever with a harness right above it so that was okay. that was like like it was like everything was like right there inside it and uh yeah like in the in the arcade was like you know where you spin the wheel like prices right you know win the jackpot like you can spend like 50 bucks in there within 30 minutes oh yeah it's so easy to do yeah, that was that was. Remember that we went to that quick. one here, and I don't know if it's still there. They had that one in the mall I went to that time. It was probably the last one I went to, and I had a hundred dollars for each kid, and it was like, it was gone in like a half hour or something like that. Yeah, like it but, was just... right. It has to be yeah. These newer arcades where it's got to have like two versions of Flappy Bird. Is that what that game's called? It's called it Flappy Bird, <laughs> right? So. Yeah, like win as many tickets, see how long you can go. But it's kind of designed for you to fail at some point. And, yeah. you know, it'll spit out 20 tickets or something to go buy like a a fake a fucking like what did we were getting, like a Dunkin' Donut uh, plushie. <laughs> really? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I've always, I've always kind of stayed away, from, stayed away from them, like the Dave and Buster's or a place where you get the tickets because... But it was cool yeah. to be a kid for a little bit because I was like, I'm going to eat some candy, you know? <laughs> it was like, I was eating some candy with a kid and getting all wired up on sugar and stuff, so it was fun. Yeah. 
Good times. Good to be a kid for the weekend. There you go. That it was beer later that night, baby. But it was a cool place, man. They had like literally like we came back after going out for dinner. Like you could have got dinner there. Like they had like a little pizza place and stuff. And um, but Sizzler was down the road. I got to have Sizzler, man. Because uh, I don't have any in my area. At least there hasn't been in 17 years. So I got to go to like Sacramento or uh, Manteca in the in the Central Valley, right in California, where they actually have those still. They have like the best salad bar. When I say salad bar mail, I'm not talking about like fucking lettuce and tomatoes and all the fixings and shit. Like, but you can get like spaghetti and uh, meatballs and like the chia, 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 you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Like get all the extra stuff and pile up your plate with pudding. And yeah, it's like so good. Damn. Now I'm talking about food. I'm hungry. Um, But uh, yeah, I was a kid in a candy store this weekend, guys. Oh, yeah, but I did. I didn't bring even bring the iPad because I'm like, all right, I'm gonna be stuck in here playing games. So, some mobile games. Need that Steam Deck. Yeah, no. See, that's the thing where I have when I go out with the family, right? I will be at the arcade. I will be eating uh, candy like a twelve year old. So, yeah, be having fun, talk to people. Got to get out and socialize once in a while, and uh. Yeah, but I work so much, man. I was able to get the money to buy the Baldur's Gate so I can play it. Nice. So pretty happy about that. And uh, as we were talking off air or whatever, man, I want to get uh, Darkest Dungeons 2. It's down to 30 bucks. It's getting down to a price of where I want it. You ever get a... Speaking of that, Mayo, you ever see a game where you're like, I don't give a fuck about reviews or Steam charts or this or that, but you just know you want to get it? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, like, so that's that's Darkest Dungeons too for me like i don't care i didn't even look i didn't look at no reviews like i don't want to know like oh this game's stupid or it's not as good as the first one I mean, everybody's gonna say that right uh i don't go to metacritic um i probably will when i go to purchase it i don't care if it says overwhelmingly positive or they shit on it or whatever no, i get typically it. typically don't look at reviews usually if someone's got a lot of hype i'll kind of just pick it up but usually I just kind of make the judgment if I think I'll like it or not. And I just go from there. You know, I yeah. really don't. Because everybody just has an opinion on it, whether it could be good or bad. Right. Some people will love it and, you know, and some people won't. I go by this community and the people that have been in this community the longest. What do you think, guys? Should I get it? Is it good? It's great. Um, you know, if it's a game in my wheelhouse. So. Yeah, because it could yeah. be a game that's not that popular and you can just end up loving it, you know. And yeah. you would never pick it up if you just went off your own instinct, you know. So, sure, you can always maybe just find that one gem, and you're like, "This is like the greatest game ever." No, maybe not everybody likes it. You know, yeah, but you do. So it's got negative reviews on Steam, but you're like, you got 96 hours in it for sure. <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah. Anything else over there? No. What about you? Oh well, thanks to that last bit on Jesus. I was going to talk to you about uh, Final Fantasy. Um, I did, I did, you know, you guys mentioned that you thought I had finished it and I did finish that campaign. Um, have you gone back to it at all in the last couple of weeks? Uh, I have not. Okay. What was the last thing you remember doing? Um, uh, I beat the big guy. What's his name? Titan. Hugo. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So you have, you have quite a ways to go. I remember you mentioning that in the show that week and you didn't know how far you was and, 
I would say you're probably like 60% probably. Wow. And huh? that's where I was like, oh, I feel like I'm getting toward the end of the game. And then these other things happen, you know, and then you're like, and other things happen. And you're like, oh, okay, okay, you know. And the game is, I don't know, like I said, you, like, you said it too, and I've heard other people say this. Like, once you get about that point in the game where you're at, you kind of start feeling out, like, what this game is, you know. You, you realize it's crazy intense action for a big section of the time. And then it just dies off and it gives you this very boring kind of slow period. You go talk to this person and go back. You go talk to that person and you go back. You know, and then when you get to the the crystal part of that next set of quests, it, it picks up. And it's like big boss fight, big boss fight, big boss fight to get there. And then you fight the main guy, you know, you know, guarding this mother crystal. And so you do like all these big fights in a row. And the game calms way down. And then you're like, do this, do a couple of fetch quests. And that's just what this game tends to do for some reason. You can just, it's like a roller coaster, you know, you can, you can feel the peaks and the valleys and it pretty good on it. Like when you're, when you're in those big fights, like the Titan fight and stuff, they feel great and they feel epic. But then when you, the, the slow part, it feels really slow sometimes, you know, you're just kind of like. Oh, I don't even want to do this. I just come off as high of this big fight, and this just feels so boring and stuff. So, but yeah, I was able to go through and finish that game, and it was it was really fun. And yeah, I remember you, I think I told you, and you mentioned in the podcast too, where I I got to the last boss, did the last fight, and it's about forty minutes, forty five minutes long or something like that. And I was watching the cutscenes, and I was just letting them run, you know, because I didn't know what would happen after that. Like, it would give me like a new new game plus option or. Or something like that, or we go to something. So I just let them run. And I'm watching and watching, and I get to the very end of cutscenes. That's when we lost power, and it like it's, it's like a hard flicker. And it, it, we brought it in my game. I loaded back in. It did not show I had finished it. And I was like, oh shit! And I loaded back in, and sure enough, it was like the whole last section I had to do over again. So like, there's like this whole part you have to make your way through the city, and you're you're working your way up to him and stuff. The last guy. And so, like, I had to do all that over again, and I'm like, no, you know. How long was that? Did you say 45 minutes? I mean, it's what's like the total? 40, yeah, it's like 40 to 45 minutes for the last fight. Damn. So, but it, I don't know. I feel like, like, where you're at right now, Jesus, it was kind of like the pinnacle of the game. Like, the next couple of fights, I didn't think they were as entertaining. And they kind of, like, were less eventful. I don't know. Like, they just did not feel as well orchestrated as the first couple and so like the next couple of fights like the next fight you have like the major one would be against um was it odin you know the, the horse guy yeah. with a with a big sword and stuff his fight it was okay but i wasn't like oh this one's great like the one of titan was way more intense than that one and then like this one the odin one was kind of kind of shorter and then there's another person you come across that fight I was like, that's it? You know, you know the guy, Jesus, that you, that the first time when you killed Titan Hugo, when you cut off his hands, that guy appears and like punches him one time and like picks him up over his shoulder and walks out. And he's like a mysterious character. You're like, who yeah, is this guy? Yeah. That, that, you have to fight that guy. And that fight was really underwhelming. Like that was kind of a boring fight. I'm like, well, this was boring. not that good. Yeah. 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 In, in comparison, he was like a, I we had you had bigger fights against some of the side characters on the way to the mother crystal 
against some of them dragons and other things than you did against this guy. So, but then, like I said, the last fight, it's very chaotic. It's very colorful. There's a lot of stuff going on. It's hard to see, but it's just a big, long, drawn-out fight. And But it wasn't nothing too crazy. You know, it wasn't anything you, you've seen it enough times playing the game all the way up to that point. You're just like, okay, you know, you know what to expect and you know what you got to do. And, but, um, it was good. I was, I was glad to get it finished. And then from the, from there, Jesus, I was like wanting to jump back into Hogwarts and get back in there and finish that game. Right. Cause I knew I was close and I played the last little bit and I get to the part where you have to kill, is it Ragnar? I think his name is. I remember he's like the last like last uh, boss or whatever you kind of fight in there, and and I kill him and you go back to the you talk to your one of your professors and they're like for me it was like you had to finish your field guide to graduate and that's what you consider beating the game, so like my percentage is like ninety nine percent or ninety eight ninety eight percent, and I have to go back and like find missing pages of my field guide to be able to actually go into the graduating ceremony and get the ending. Rebellion. So it's like I Rebellion. beat the last boss. Yeah, so now it's like I just have to run around that big world and just find these pages to be able to fill out that that field guide and do whatever I need to do to fill, you know, to get all that completed so I can graduate. I don't think it's 100% required, but to get the better ending, I think you're supposed to do all of it or something like that. So I do need to jump back into that. Um... I did play a little bit on PS5, Detroit Becomes Human. Um, showed that to the group one day, and we played through that quite a bit. Um, just kind of dabbled in a couple of different games here lately. Uh, uh, you know, Remnant 2, I've been dabbling in that a little bit. Not real far into the game, but just, you know, I, I picked it up, but then I ended up working a lot that following week, and so I would try to get into it when I could, and then I got sidetracked and this and that, but... So, I didn't really get a whole bunch of time into that, but... Definitely want to get back into it. And then on the PlayStation still, I think I jumped in just a couple of different games. I played a little bit of Death Stranding, Jesus, uh, like the director's cut or something like that, or the director's edition or something that's on the PS5. It's on the PS Plus, so you can download it and play it for free. And that game just, I don't know, it just looks really good on that OLED on the PlayStation. It runs really nice and smooth. And it's, I forget, you know, like like the soundtrack, how good it was as you're like walking through the environment and planting your way through. You're plotting your route through it you know and the music starts kicking in as you're walking and stuff and that game's pretty fun still on the ps5 and it still really holds up they're like looking at it graphically you're like this game looks amazing even like in today's standard like compared to like something like final fantasy or something like that it, it looks really good today yeah, yeah. so i mean i always think about like i mean i know kojima worked for konami like mm-hmm. he worked for them, right? Like he didn't own it. And I always and I was thinking like, man, like, oh, you know, when he announced his uh I'm gonna make a triple A studio, dot dot dot. And I thought, well, he's probably not gonna make the greatest looking triple A game, you know? Yeah, but son of a gun if he didn't pull it off, you know. Yeah, I said yeah. it still it still holds up. It really does. I was playing, I'm like, man, this game looks good. I forgot how good it looked, you know. And there's some little things I forgot about the game, like how you got to hold your breath and all that kind of stuff, you know, when they're around and and all that. And the, and the whole time full and all that stuff, and how all that works. So it's kind of nice. It's been long enough since I played it on PC. I never finished it on PC. 
but it's been long enough since I've played it that I've kind of forgot how some of it works. So it's kind of like kind of like a fresh game again. And after that, pretty much just dabbled in a few things, dabbled in a little bit of the Switch. Kind of got that back out. Um played a little bit of their their Mario or not Mario, but their uh, Wii Sports like their not Wii Sports, but the Switch Sports game, whatever it's called now. It has like the bowling. We did some of the bowling the other day and some of the uh um almost have like a version of Rocket League. It's like soccer on there, but you just run around and you know nothing too exciting there. Are you in cars in that version? No, you're just like on foot. Oh. It's just like a giant soccer ball. It's like big like in Rocket League. But you're just like a little kid and you run around, you can <laughs> kick it and you can control it. It's it's okay. Rocket League is way better though in comparison. You know, like if you just put the two side by side. Yeah. Which is a free to play game now. And I mean that that's pretty much it. Most of my time was was still, you know, finishing up Final Fantasy, finishing up Hogwarts. And then, oh, I did dabble in a little bit of God of War 2. Have you gone back to that anymore, Jesus? Um, no, I have not. Me yeah, neither. I, I haven't gone back I, to I started to play recently. a little bit. I know it's going to be really good, but uh, I, I did a little bit at the beginning, and I stopped and got away from it. And then I started playing a couple other games because I just trying to figure out, like, what I wanted to play. I wasn't really feeling anything. So I started God of War. I went back to and played... Bio Mutant. I brought, I reinstalled that. Played the beginning of that. Went back. You know, I did the Death Stranding thing, and was just trying to figure out like what I wanted to play. So I just dabbled in a couple little games, and that that's pretty much it. All right. Whoa, good deal. Time is it, Jesus? It's news, Tom. News time. News time, I guess. Ubisoft news here. So, back in July, news broke that a sequel to 2020's Immortals Phoenix Rising was canceled by Ubisoft to beginning development in 2021. Now, new details have emerged about the game. So, Axios has revealed multiple new details about the canceled project mail, which would see players hopping across islands inspired by New Zealand, Tahiti, Hawaii, and more. Polynesian gods would have served as NPCs as they would give players more powers and tattoos to match as they progress through the story. According to an Axios source, the game would have been very different from the rest of Ubisoft's portfolio as it would have replaced the map and marker systems found in the company's open-world games with the tracking system utilizing the wind, the stars, and even the in-game fauna. Uh, the would-be Immortals 2 was also seen as a deviation from the first game, as the report says it would be dropping the first game's narrator, losing its emphasis on solving puzzles and offering a more malleable story in which a player choice is significant. The cancellation apparently caught the game's developers by surprise, though it was just one of Ubisoft's recent slew of cancellations in an attempt to focus on established franchises. Ubisoft said their next major project is now Assassin's Creed Mirage, which just moved up to the first week of October after going gold last week. 
uh, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora, Ubisoft's first entry into James Cameron's movie franchise, is also scheduled to launch now in December. So yeah, uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage was slated to come out October the 12th, and now Mayo is coming out October the 5th. Just three days? No, it's like seven days earlier. That's yeah, oh, that's early. an odd thing, right? A whole seven days yeah. early. We're from the twelfth to the fifth. <laughs> so there's that. Um, if you're excited to play Assassin's Creed Mirage, Are you guys excited? It, it's gonna early. be a little different, right? It's gonna be kind of yeah. like the yeah. first one back <laughs> to the. I'm excited to play it. I haven't played a Assassin's Creed game in a while, even though I own them all. I just yeah. <laughs> I don't know. This new Assassin's Creed looks kind of lame. I'm not gonna lie. But yeah, I'm I ready feel like to play a smaller, shorter. Me, I feel like it's a been or done that. Like I did it in the first couple Assassin's Creeds, and then they went to the open yeah. world. And it was like like a nice improvement. But now going back to it again, I don't know if I'd want to go back to the old style. You know what I mean? We'll see. Yeah. In other news, Baldur's Gate 3, The Dark Urge, is a playable state. So, The Dark Urge is the weirdest. Uh, it says here, it isn't a character, really, but a state of mind. As The Dark Urge, you have no memories of your past at all. Only a sense that you've done unspeakable things, and that unknown force within you wants to continue spreading chaos and violence. Baldur's Gate 3's lead, Adam, lead writer, Adam Smith, is currently playing his own Dark Urge character and tells us that despite first impressions, this may be the most heroic of them all. He said, quote, I'm doing Dark Urge because I've done just about every combination of a class, race, and background imaginable. And then he, uh, he spent a lot of time playtesting with the Dark Urge origin but he never got to play from the beginning to end as a full, genuine, true run without cheating. <clears throat> so, he says, I'm playing the Dark Urge who's resisting all the terrible things and is deeply regretful of all the terrible things that have happened. So, he says he does love a tortured, remorseful hero. Um, when we first announced it, I was really desperate to try to tell people this is not just an evil run. She says, it sure feels like an evil run initially from what he's seen, but uh, he says that the Dark Urge has a real potential for a good ending. He said to me, and I'll be as spoiler light as possible, the Dark Urge is potentially the most heroic playthrough because resisting what's inside you and actually getting through that and surviving it with your friends alongside you still, most of them intact, is the most heroic version of the game. Mm. So, uh, um, yeah. So we'll see. I don't know. I'm just playing evil. Fuck the darker. I ain't being no hero, bro. Mm -hmm. I'm you don't care evil. about your past, huh? You're just gonna go at it. You're yeah, just gonna be I'm evil as building, you can. Building the future, bro. We're going evil. So, like I said, yeah. you might be. It might. You might feel heroic at the end of this. Yeah, this, you uh, might. Used <laughs> to be like I made all the hard choices and. Did all the difficult stuff to make it to make the world better. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, right, that, that's other. it, right? That game's not saying you have to be a hero, so it's not all saying right, that you, at all. What else you got over there? Other news. Ubisoft. Okay. Believe it or not, Mayo. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Believe it or not, this game is having another play test closed beta later this month. So, if you are excited to play Skull and Bones... What? Wait, so they cancel like a win The game that comes and goes and comes and goes. And they're doing a freaking beta on something that's should have came hey, out listen, like four years ago. Listen, Gunny. Okay, you can sign up at Ubisoft.com. Okay. If you're admitted, you can preload the game at 3 a.m. on August 22nd, which is tomorrow. And the beta will start at 7 p.m. Pacific time on August 24th and run through the 12th until 12 a.m. Pacific time on the 28th. So I might actually do that. I've actually done playtests for uh, Ubisoft the stuff. Beta, the beta <laughs> is PC exclusive and will run exclusively through the Ubisoft Connect app. <laughs> to uh, Minimum requirements to play this at 1080p 30 frames per second would be a GTX 1060 or higher, 8 gigs of RAM, and the Intel Core i7-4790 with at least 65 gigs of SSD space. Hmm. So I got to put it on the SSD? All right. Yeah. I have at least that. I have a few hundred. For recommended uh, 4K 60 FPS will need a minimum of a 3080 RTX. Oh. Intel Core i5 or AMD Ryzen 5, 5600 or better. You need at least 16 gigs of dual RAM or dual channel mode RAM on your PC and the same 65 gigs of SSD. So you go, man. Skull and Bones is it's still <laughs> coming someday. Maybe. Eventually. This game was announced in 2017. It's been a long time. You can a go back to 2017. Yeah, shit. They had like a a thing at man, it might have been I don't I don't want to say it was like maybe it's been over a year. Like it was like at the E3 time prior to this one where or it could have been like something back in January where they were doing like a developer type style thing. You know, but like an E3 style where they were just, you know, talking through it. And I thought, oh, that looks okay. Not like something I'm going to buy day one, but I don't know. I wonder, what, yeah, but I'm interested to see if they changed anything than what they showed back earlier this year. I don't know. Uh, let's see here. More news. Uh, hmm. So, September 5th is going to be a big day for the Elder Scrolls Online because the free base game update for the ESO is going... Uh, well, it's already live on PC and Mac. However, 
Console players on September 5th get to get it all. Okay. Besides the usual bug and fixes and game balance adjustments, update 39 brings several quality of life improvements to the gigantic continent of Tamriel and some brand new PvP rewards for the most skilled Elder Scrolls online combatants. So, update 39 comes in the form of PvP rewards as three new powerful sets of monster masks. And what else? Can be bought with alliance points from the Cyro Deal Elite Gear vendors. In addition, the unfeathered battle body and face markings are available via Gladiator's rucksacks. And uh, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So here's where you get mail. Quest and content improvements for new players. New Cyro Deal Monster Mask. New PvP face and body markings. PvP death notifications. Item set sourcing standardization, stacking of similar inventory items, unifying unsellable items, new furnishings and master writ vendor offerings. You can place furnishings from inside your inventory. Uh, you get new achievements, new endeavor activity types, and bug fixes. So this is a big update for the Elder Scrolls Online. This game came out Mayo. Okay. 2014. Yeah, I remember. It's been a while. What, what day is this update coming out? September 5th for the console machines. But That's... PC already has it. Okay. It's just kind of ironic or kind of weird to me. Like, Starfield. you got that coming out and Starfield comes out on the 6th. Yeah, so yeah. You, you I, had I, this big I, RPG that people have been playing for a long time and people are probably very loyal to, right? Yeah, and they probably play it quite a bit, you know the live, you know, the live service type game and stuff. But then you got Starfield, which is another, you know, technically RPG type game, and it's just kind of weird. You think like they wouldn't be trying to take away from one or the other, but I guess they're not afraid to do that. I guess because you you would think you're gonna try to get as many people as you can in a Starfield, right? So why would you want to release a big update for your little MMO type game? The day before, you know, just seems just seems weird to me, like a like a weird like a weird timing to to give you that big update, especially if there's a whole lot to do. Because then you're gonna be stuck with two things to do. You're gonna be like, do you want to play this or do you want to play Starfield? You yeah, know? but there's probably gonna be the majority of the people that are just like, I'm just only into Elder Scrolls Online. <laughs> like, that's all they yeah. play. They probably play that in WoW or something. But yeah, it's, it's a weird day to me. They jumped out. Yeah. What else we got over there, Jesus? Well, in other news. No more news here. I don't know what the fuck is this shit. In other news. Starfield news. Okay. Bethesda's okay. head of publishing hits back at Starfield Starscreen criticism. So, Bethesda head of publishing Pete Hines hits back at a criticism that labeled Starfield's Starscreen as being designed by, quote, a passionate team overworked or a team that didn't care. Former Blizzard developer Mark Kern tweeted a screenshot of Starfield Starscreen saying, the physio, physiognomy, physiognomy, 
of start screens. The start screen of a game can reveal a lot about how rushed the team was and how much pride they took in them. Really? Starfield's start screen either shows hasty shipping deadlines by a passionate team overworked or a team that didn't care. Start screens are often at the very end of development. Teams are too busy making the core game. It is quite common for the start screen to, start screen for, to completely change once the game is shipping or on patch zero. It says here, uh, teams that take the pride want to put a good face forward and will often redo these just prior to the game going live. Concluded. This guy is fucking dumb. Yeah, that <laughs> sounds... This guy, okay. This guy fucking... He's giving a start screen guy. review. What's going on here? Yeah. Same <laughs> because the start screen looks a certain way. It doesn't... Oh, no, the start screen doesn't look good, guys. I don't think this is going to be let's, good. Let's judge every game by the start screen, Jesus. I am fucking stupid ass shit. I'm judging every fucking game by the start screen. It's so dumb. It's dumb as hell. Gunny? No, Gunny, no. <laughs> this play, you know, we need to get some reviews in off the start screen. You know, this is a really yeah. good game by looking at the menu, the <laughs> start screen. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. In other news, following news that he will be stepping back from voicing Nintendo characters, Nintendo has now confirmed to IGN that the original Mario voice actor, Charles Martinet, will, no, will not be involved in Super Mario Bros. Wonder. While Nintendo wasn't ready to reveal who would be the new voice of Mario, it did reiterate that Charles will continue to delight Mario fans worldwide with his new role as a Mario ambassador. Okay. Uh, while Charles is not involved in Super Mario Bros. Wonder, we excited to we're excited to honor his legacy and contributions, including the looking ahead to what he'll be doing as a Mario ambassador. Yeah. Okay. I don't know who that is. Yeah. He's the guy who voices Mario, bro. Yeah, evidently. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, how many lines did Mario have in the games? Yeah, wahoo! Yeah, right, right. That's about it. I know the movie. It's I know me, did that. It's me, Mario. What else? Wahoo! That's all I remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or he goes, oh, and then he like fucking dies or whatever. Like, I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't remember him ever talking that much. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> the new one does look kind of interesting have you seen much on this Jesus no it doesn't look too bad they kind of add some new elements to it so it's like a side scrolling Mario so it's like kind of like the new version of Super Mario Deluxe or whatever it is but it's weird mm. what else do I have for news here let's go to more news guys more fucking what the hell's going on here okay I'm back some news Pokemon Go Fest that's right Gunny and Mayo Pokemon. it's coming Pokemon Go Fest 2023 where's it going to be Chicago yeah 
usually in uh, Chicago. Alright. Uh so or so, New York City. Oh no, this a Pokemon Go Fest already happened. Oh, is that an old article I put in there? Yeah, what are you doing, Gunny? Dude, I blame published... Edward for that. Edward this gave that to me. Talk... This it is published so, nine hours ago, so it must be well, something new. Well, this guy's talking about how he went to Pokemon Go Fest and it happened in Manhattan. Oh, that's where it was, where that, I was. That's where I was. I was said, down there in uh, in Times he Square. Said that Pokemon Go Fest should always be in big cities. It's just whatever. I know last year it was like in Seattle, wasn't it? Yeah. I know I know some of my coworkers actually missed work to go to Pokemon Go Fest. <laughs> they like <laughs> drove up there, wow. bro. Don't even kidding. My coworkers legit went up there for three days, dude. He missed work for three days to go to Pokemon Go Fest. And they went up there to catch Pokemon and do whatever they do at Pokemon Go Fest. You know there's that new app, guys, that I talked about on the show. I think it's Pokemon Sleep. Is the actual name of the mobile game? The fuck is that? It's yeah. it, well, I so I did play it, guys. I did play it, and it actually is for you to sleep. So what it does is like it, it needs to access like your microphone and what? Yeah, so you got to keep that's going to be active the whole time, and then what it does is like I think it just tracks like your like your movement. You just you know you're groaning and farting and. Move <laughs> like you know as you t- twist and turn in the bed, no joke. And then it like it tracks your sleep, like how long you slept or whatever. That I think then you upgrade your your Pokemon by that. So yeah, it's an actual like well, sleep no, game, is no. what it is. But I didn't so, do it because I listen to Audible. I listen to games. Um, I to games. I listen to books. Yeah, so you're you know right, from Audible. I mean, this so is, it wouldn't let me do both. Do you find yourself struggling to get energized in the morning? Has the same old bedtime routine grown tiresome? Now you can turn your sleep into entertainment mayo with Pokemon Sleep! (laughs) Playing this game is simple. Just place your smartphone by your pillow, then go to sleep. Just like that, waking up in the morning becomes something to look forward to. Your adventure takes place on a small island where you carry out research on how Pokemon sleep. And you'll work with the large Snorlax who live on the island and Neroli, a professor who's studying Pokemon sleep styles. Place your smartphone by your pillow when you go to bed to record and measure your sleep. The longer you sleep, Mayo, the higher your score in the morning. And the more Pokemon you see appear around Snorlax. Your nights of sleep will be classified as one of three sleep styles. Dozing, snoozing, or slumbering. And in the morning, Pokemon that sleep in similar ways will come and gather around Snorlax. You may even discover a Pokemon sleeping in a rare style you'd hardly ever get to see normally. Each Pokemon has a number of different sleep styles, so see how many you can discover to complete your sleep style decks. Are you trying to sleep different ways so you can get? You know, this is <laughs> this is a new a, Gen Z. That That's for the Gen yes. Zs. Yeah, 
It's for the yeah. Gen Zs because you got this new uh, TikTok trend called. Uh, I, I think it's kind of related, right? Where talked about the longer you sleep, so which is called bed rotting. But I guess that wouldn't be different because you would actually, well, you'd probably be a gamer. You don't just lay in bed rotting all day, but you're supposed to play games, man. Be productive, not scroll through social media. This guy says, or this chick says, I used the Pokemon Sleep app for three weeks and it changed my life. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> how does that change uh, your life? So it says here, I was curious about how a game could make me want to sleep more. Usually they do the opposite. It was curiosity that got me hooked. Frankly, I wasn't expecting big things when it came to Pokemon Sleep app. At first, I was giving it a blend of skepticism, then surprise, and a touch of bedtime gaming magic. I was sold. As someone who doesn't consider themselves a gamer, the gaming element of the Pokemon Sleep app was cool and approachable. Limited gameplay is a subtle bonus, preventing the app from turning into an addictive distraction. You can feed your Jigglypuff three times a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and there are some little bits and bobs... To perfect your pokey sleep team, who will help you do sleep research. This, of course, is optimized by the hardest part of the game sleeping. So, yeah. Okay, so. I don't know. That doesn't seem like much of a game if you're. I mean, I can see in the daytime if it, like, tracks, like, more of your movement or something. Then I, then no. I can see that being. For that, for that, you need to buy the Pokemon tracker thing that isn't there like a Pokemon thing you could buy that like tracks your movements for the Pokemon Go app yeah I probably like in there I haven't played Pokemon Go in a while <laughs> you walk around with it or whatever and they're like does probably Pokemon... count your steps or something or how many miles you've gone but it's going to oh. be constant notifications right so I guess, Gunny, you and your fucking Pokemon. It's not, I'm not getting any. You know what I've been doing, Jesus? I think if you want to be productive, you should be more like me. You know what? I've been listening to, uh, uh, damn, what's, uh, He Who Fights Monsters on, on Audible. So it's a light RPG and it's actually really good. So I'm ready to, damn, I don't know if I can even wait a, another week for more credits to come in because I already finished the first book which was like 25 hours. So that's what I do when I go to bed. I'm listening to a, an RPG, which is like Baldur's Gate. So he's always got a party of uh, anywhere from a party of three to more people when he's out on adventures, killing. Uh, basically, he just goes out and kills monsters. And yeah, All it's right. been fun, man. It's a really good book. So it's like, I think there's like four or five and some of the books are 20 to 40 hours long. All right, Gunny. Listen here. It's really good. Are you guys excited? Microsoft has now created Mail, a series of Xbox Series X console wraps designed to be a more affordable option instead of purchasing a se separate limited edition console. One of the first console wraps will be one for Starfield Mail. This it's all wrap. White. This wrap will launch on October 18th, priced at 
The console wraps aren't stickers like you'd find from D-Brand. Instead, they fasten to an Xbox Series X thanks to a Velcro hook and loop enclosure. The plastic Starfield wrap includes panels that look similar to the limited edition Starfield branded Xbox controller. Nice. So uh, it says here, key internal console components are highlighted throughout outlined access panel and game-inspired graphics. Yeah, they also had two other camouflage style type wraps as well. Yeah, the uh, so far, the uh, Arctic white and the fucking blue one. What the hell is it called? Something blue. Yeah, I've got the. I had the controller. I don't know if I still have it, but it's. It reminds me of the controller I had, or the face or the plates I had for the Xbox One. I think. The Starfield one looks pretty cool. I did see a picture of that one. It did look pretty neat. But, like I said, they should have, you know, like, October, you should have had this for the launch of your console, man. Like, Yeah, definitely. Yeah, October 5th, yeah, like, what, a month later? It's weird. A little late, guys. Yeah, you should have had it for the launch, yeah, I was saying, like. But I think that's why they got the watch and the controller. And the headset, right? Oh, yeah. Is that branded, though? Is the headset branded? Yeah. Starfield? It looks like it looks like the controller. Like, it has the white and the, the little, like, little rainbow thing or whatever on the sides. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, what else? What else? Uh... More news. Microsoft news. Microsoft will be shutting down the Xbox 360 store next year. Dun, dun, dun. Whoa. I figured that thing was probably already shut down. Microsoft Still announced working? that it plans, yeah. to, it plans to shut down the Xbox 360 store in 2024. The Xbox 360 store, also known as the Xbox Live Marketplace, has been present on Microsoft's second game console, in some form, ever since it launched in 2005. In recent years, the storefront shutdown for older systems have become more common. The 3DS and Wii U eShops went offline in March, despite player anger. While Sony planned to shut down the PS3 and the PSP and PS Vita storefronts in 2021, before reversing that decision because of the backlash. Regardless, the loss of any storefront is a dire move, for the video game industry, as some games are exclusively available to to them and will be lost forever when the store goes offline. An Xbox Wire post explains that the Xbox 360 store will be shut down on July 29th, 2024. After that date, players will no longer be able to purchase any games, DLC, movies, or TV shows from the Xbox 360 store or use the Microsoft Movies and TV app. Essentially, you're not going to be able to buy new digital things or watch movies and TV shows on your system after July 29th, 2024. That's that previously purchased Xbox 360 games and DLC will still be downloadable and accessible after the store shutdown, and that many of the games are backwards compatible with the Xbox One and Series consoles. Other online services for the 360 will 
also still work on the 360 after this date. Uh, yeah. Damn, so that makes me wonder how long uh, online servers will be up on the 360. Another year after that. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking they'll announce in <laughs> July of 2024. <laughs> that... Another year. One more year, Mayo. One more year. One yeah, more one more year. year. I mean, like I said, I didn't even know that thing already wasn't shut down. <laughs> yeah, the 360, that's a, it's been a minute. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't turned mine on in probably a couple of months since I put my S in the living room, but that's, I just have to, yeah, just probably just plug in the USB or whatever, new USB, the HDMI and, uh, turn it on. But yeah, like I would, but I understand it. Right. So anything on your series X, right. You can just search for something older title and purchase it then. But yeah, on the 360. I'm sure I probably have everything I already need. I'll probably go scour through that thing in January of 2024 and just be like, all right, this is the final purchase I'm going to make of something that's just not, you know, something I really wanted that I'll never be able to get again after July. But I think I've, we've gotten mostly everything, me and Ryan. Mm-hmm. And there's right. not a lot in there, man. There's not a lot in there, right? Because you figure not everything was digital. I mean, just there was a yeah. lot of DLC. Mostly stuff was on there. That's all. Yeah. Like, I think all the Call of Duties are always went digital on. It wasn't a deal, but, you know, that's that's where it started. Right. On the I think uh, Xbox 360 was Call of Duty. So, yeah, like you can get most things on there and including all of its DLC digitally. But not every game like you had to actually go to a physical store to get it. It's not available. Some of the Forzas, oh, that would be good ones, right? So some of the Forzas, they're not uh, available digitally, I think. So I think you actually have to get them first couple. Mm. But that would be cool, like, if they did, right? I wonder if there's a thing where they can just be like, hey, you can buy it digitally or whatever, even though it's just been, like, on a on a disc. be nice to see that come come forward. So, and I do own those, Bayo. I own the first couple of Forzas with a disc. Which nice. I, I don't know. I've never, I don't know if I'd ever try to put it in my Series X or anything, but probably wouldn't work because it's not backwards compatible. It's not on the list. All right. One more piece of news, guys, before we get out of here. Oh, one good one. nugget, right? Modern Warfare 3 open beta. Oh, it's coming. I didn't hear about this. Okay. So, uh, open beta. It's coming. There's no dates for it yet, but. Oh, wait. Okay, we got some dates actually. Never mind. September 9th is going to be my guess. I don't know. No. Wrong. Wrong. Damn it. I was trying to guess. Okay. Oh, these are potential dates. I don't believe in potential. I want real dates. I don't want potential. September 15th. Last no, guess. I don't know. The game's coming out, what, November? 15th, no, I thought you said October. No. That was when the beta is supposed to be, supposed to, according to this, but this is just 
that's just speculation. There's no real beta date. But it says sure, like you will have a week early access if you pre-order the game. Blah blah blah. It says here to pre-order the game. Whatever. The trailers look pretty cool. Have you guys watched those trailers for the Call no, of Duty? No, I haven't seen them. Mm-hmm. I think I've couple. just seen just one. I have like one out, I think. That I've seen that one. It's kind of cool. It's whatever. It's fucking Call of Duty. It's a well-made Call of Duty trailer. <laughs> I mean, this it's like, what else do you? So, want? I mean, you're getting all those maps too from Modern Warfare One. I I guess I don't know. Have they been remastered? Uh, I don't know. That's Activision. The... Activision did say that the game is a premium release. Mayo, it is a premium. Seventy bucks. Premium release. Seventy dollar. Fucking battle pass here. Okay, so premium release Mayo. Okay. They said that, okay? It's premium. That's what it is. Okay. Yeah. So, that's all I have for news. Besides news, uh, nothing else really happened in the major, like, gaming world. I mean, uh, yeah, nothing else that's, like, crazy. That whole blindness... That whole Linus tech tip shit happened, and they've been oh yeah really yeah we quiet. kind of talked about that in texting yeah where it's been between them and uh, Gamers Nexus. Yeah, Gamers Nexus doesn't really have like something against them. They just kind of called them out for being like inaccurate on a lot of their shit, mm-hmm. and not being really like upfront about it. Yes, they do fix some of their mistakes. Like they do go back and try to. I guess fix data that was incorrect when like whenever they do like a uh, a cooler review or like a review on a graphics card or a review on whatever a motherboard or whatever right like they might get something wrong and they do try to go back and switch it sometimes but sometimes they wouldn't pin the comment that mentions that that thing was like completely different results from what they show in the video and sometimes people don't even look at the comments right so Pretty much Gamers Nexus called him out for all that shit. And Linus Tech Tips kind of took a lot of shit for it. And they uh, haven't posted any new content since. Hmm. Uh, so it's kind of crazy to think about. That's like a huge yeah. YouTube. It's a huge YouTube channel that had multiple channels under it, right? Because it's like a media company that he owns. And there's multiple channels on his under his banner of Linus, uh, what's it called? Linus. No, it's called Linus something. Linus media group, I think is what it's called. And under like, under that banner, there's like, like three, there's like a lot of YouTube channels. And there's like at least four of them that do like daily videos, like daily fucking videos, podcasting or whatever they do. And, they haven't posted anything. <laughs> so uh, they did a post an apology video. Linus did kind of go on a fucking rant on some forum. <laughs> or, uh, he went on, he went onto like gamers Nexus's forums or some shit. Oh no. And then he went on some fucking rant about like how it was unfair what they're doing to him. And it's not fucking right. Blah, blah, blah. 
And it obviously wasn't what he should have done, right? Like, he should have just shut up and said, all right, fuck, we fucked up. Like, I should just be quiet, release some apology video or whatever. And, yeah. Anyways, turns out they sold, like, some company's prototype cooler. That was, like, a cooler for a GPU. And, of course, the cooler was, like, a a $1,000 cooler. Like, legitimately, it was, like, a $1,000 cooler for a graphics card. And Linus did a test on it, but the, the cooler was for a 3080, right? And apparently they used a 4090 to test it. And of course, it didn't perform well because the cooler wasn't made for a 4090. It was made for a 3080. And the guy who sent them the prototype said, hey, like, our, that shit wasn't made for a 30, for a 4090 card. It was made for a 3080 card. Like, that's the maximum we could put on it. Anyways, turns out the performance of it was pretty bad because it wasn't making good contact with the fucking dyes or whatever. And Linus kind of gave it a shit review and talked a lot of shit about it. And then Linus pretty much went on his podcast and when they asked him, like, well, why didn't you retest when the you know you were told that it was not the right GPU you guys used? Yeah. And he said he wouldn't spend 500 bucks of his employees' time to retest it. And people kind of like looked, people kind of went off on Linus about that. They were like, how the fuck do you have like a multi million dollar fucking media company and you're not willing to spend 500 bucks to review something correctly? Right. When your whole fucking thing, your whole company is about reviewing tech correctly. Mm-hmm. You know right. what I mean? So, so people kind of got mad at him about that. And then uh, on top of it all, to top it all off, the company that the prototype got sent from, apparently they asked for the prototype back. Once the review went up, they were like, like okay, just send it back to us. And Linus the media company was like, okay, yeah, we'll send it back to you guys. And then somehow the email didn't get sent to the right division or, or, or office or whatever. Never, like, no one, the people that were supposed to send the shit back never got the email to send the shit back. So Linus Tech Expo, LTX, happened a few weeks ago. And in that expo, there's it's like an expo, it's like a convention expo thing that he does for Linus for Linus Tech Tips. And they have like an auction there at the expo that has items from like his YouTube videos, that stuff he's reviewed, stuff he's done in the videos, shit he's used. And that prototype was at the auction. Well, what ends up happening, someone bought this fucking prototype, right? Oh, no. (laughs) The company I was supposed to get it sent back to found out about this, and they're like, what the fuck, dude? Like, you literally sold our prototype, not even, like, our finished fucking thing. This is a fucking prototype. We're working on it. Wow. And you sold it to someone. And Linus was like, well, yeah, we fucked up. Uh, uh, we'll pay you back for it, though. Our bad. Pay you back. Right? Five hundred we'll million. We're gonna. Or five, yeah, half a yeah, million dollars. But like the company is like, like, what does it matter at this point? Like, if you pay us back, because think about it. Like, 
what if another company got a hold of that prototype? Yes. Yeah. Now they, I was just could still, they could just clap the whole fucking thing and steal it, right? They could just say, like, no, we came up with this. You know what I mean? Or they could make a, a, a similar version that's better or whatever, you know? Like, mm-hmm. you know, a company that has the resources to be able to put it out faster can do that, you know? And while Linus said that this cooler wasn't the reason he wouldn't spend 500 bucks to retest it was because the cooler was too expensive for the average consumer. He said, he said, most people, most gamers and people that use computers are not going to spend a thousand dollars on a GPU cooler on top of their CPU cooler. You know what I mean? Yeah. A thousand dollars for G. Okay. And everyone's like, yeah, true. Okay, Linus. That might we can see that being a con, right? But not, yeah. But don't make it, don't make it to where that's the reason you didn't want to spend 500 bucks. You know, you're a multi-million dollar company. Like you should be able to spend 500 bucks to retest the shit correctly with the proper, proper graphics card and do it justice. You know, like say, does this actually work as a prototype? But no, instead he kind of shit on it. And whatever. Anyways, he apologized for all that. He apologized for selling the prototype. <laughs> he apparently <laughs> said that he had come up with some sort of like agreement with this company. It was called Billet Labs. And he had come up with some agreement with them to reimburse them for the prototype. Billet Labs said that he was full of shit. They're like, look, dude, we haven't spoken to him since like months. Like he's saying that we came up with an agreement. There's no agreement. We told them what we thought it would cost. But it's not like we said we want that money. We said we think it might be worth this much money. But we really don't know what it's actually worth because that was a prototype. What if another company steals our tech? Right. Now, how much is it really worth now? You know yeah, what I mean? that's it. So who knows what's going to come out of all that? And Gamers Next has pretty much called them out for using false charts for reusing charts that they've used in the previous things, like in previous old videos with old hardware, they'll reuse the same chart. And then like, there was a lot of like, uh, different, uh, discrepancies that gamers Nexus found. Some of like the reviews for some other coolers. Like, for example, they said that a stock AMD cooler was better than, uh, like an, like another cooler that you could buy on Amazon. And gamers are like, how the fuck is this cooler better than this? Or this is stock. Like, we've done our testing, and we've known that this cooler is way better than the stock one. How did they come up with this number? So uh, gamers next pretty much went through and said, like, we, I looked at their data, and we looked at our data when we tested shit, and our numbers were way different than their numbers. And somehow they put these numbers out as true, and people might have believed it. You know what I mean? When you're going to buy PC parts, you go watch videos about it, Right, and you believe the stuff that Linus is telling you, and maybe he's incorrect, and maybe he's not doing it on purpose, but maybe they're doing it to save money, maybe they're overworked, maybe they're trying to cut corners, whatever they're trying to do, you know, maybe they don't have enough time to edit their videos, or they just say, "Fuck it, we're gonna put these videos out like this, and yeah, pretty much Linus Tech Tips kind of took a big shit on that like. They everyone kind of turned on them really fast, dude. Damn. So they lost a lot of a lot of subscribers to their channels. Reddit kind of went crazy on it. 
And uh, Reddit, people on Reddit are really pissed off at Linus, dude. You know, they're like, dude, you came up from being like a dude that we trusted, you know, as a as a reviewer, you know, for PC parts. And now you are like a bad person. Yeah, or, you know, like, what am I thinking of? Like, I mean, you know, discredited or whatever. Um, I don't... I don't I don't subscribe to him, but I will watch like some things, you know, when I do look at computer parts that I can't afford. Right. So I'll go to Linus uh, Gamers Nexus. And then there's another gentleman out there that I watch that um, I, I can't remember his name, but he uh, like he does a lot of the, the same stuff those two channels do. But he adds now, a little too much. Uh... He does a lot of drama too. the guy's name. I can't think of, but. It's like, all right, whatever, man. How's the fucking product? You know, I really don't care about, you know, Nvidia's fucking backstory and you know all this crap. But just how's the product? Wow. I know they want to create this thing on YouTube. And now, not just that has come That's out, like but now, gamers nexus. Now some uh, other allegations have come out by former employees. There's an employee that's a former employee of Linus Tech Tips. The, <laughs> on her Twitter, she said that uh, she has like a whole thread, but this is some of it. She said that at some point while working at Linus Tech Tips Media Group, she was asked about her sexual history, her boyfriend's sexual history, and how, quote, she liked to fuck. Uh, she was told that certain issues were sexual tension and I should just take the coworker out on a coffee date to ease it out. She was also asked to twerk for a coworker at one point. At another point she was told that she was ugly, fat, and stupid. At another point she was called retarded and a faggot. And at any point she would bring up these comments, she would get told, Oh, we will have a chat with that person. And nothing ever came of that chat. And this, this is what I'm reading off of her Twitter thing. Yeah. Uh, this person also says the day she handed her notice in uh, was when someone who constantly overstepped, misled, overstepped me, misled what I was working on and who I was, said to me, I think the reason you try to be funny is because you lack any other skills. And then smiled and walked away. And they quit 15 minutes later, they said. They just fucking left. And apparently this is someone saying that this might be a reason why Linus doesn't want his employees to unionize. How uh, many employees does he have? Is it that big of a company? I mean, I know it, it is, it, a, it is company. a company, right, that's got it's pretty different big, arms dude. to it. Yeah, they have a whole research division. They have a warehouse division. They have the different YouTube channels, as I said. And, I mean, they have, like, a, a chief financial officer. They have a CEO. They have a, a media relations manager. They have some other fucking manager. They're a pretty big company, dude. I would say it's yeah, probably yeah. a 50 to $100 million company, if not bigger. Hmm. If not, yeah, not Barry, because I think Linus came out with the video earlier this year, or late last year, that said he was offered 
I think a hundred million dollars to oh, buy it. To does he own Origin, out. or is Origin part of his company? Origin Computers. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, but all this stuff's coming out, man, about LTT, and I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, it doesn't sound too good, really. I mean, they could take a big hit on this, you know? Yeah. Sound like we need a real apology YouTube video. Yeah, it's it's pretty wild. I don't know what's going to happen to LTT or like Linus himself. I don't know like what he needs to do at this time. <laughs> the person that I feel like is probably the one that's fucked right now, like kind of weirded out the most, is the brand new CEO guy. That dude literally got hired six weeks ago or some shit like that, dude. Oh. Oh, oh damn. So he yeah. doesn't know what's going on, right? <laughs> like... Yeah, he he literally got hired like not that long ago. Like I remember I watched the video that Linus put out like back in June or something that he was saying that that Linus text tips has gotten too big for him to run. Like he needed to, he needed to hire a CEO. So he did hire a CEO and that Linus himself was still going to own the company but he was going to be called the uh the chief vision officer where like he would still be doing content and like kind of directing what type of content they do or something like that. Yeah. But, <laughs> but Linus himself wasn't going to be the CEO anymore. That's why they hired this dude. And this dude was in the apology video talking about like, I want to reiterate that I'm trying to like, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, mm -hmm. Bro, that, that must be shitty for you, man. You just got to hire at this company. And now all this shit just came out at once. Like, all this stuff just came down on you. Damn. Yeah. Um, but that's his job as CEO. Got a uh, safe face here. Damage control. That's what that is. So, who knows, man? I kind of. I like Linus. He's a cool dude. But I don't know what's going to happen to this company. I, I hope he sticks around. Who knows? Yeah. I don't think he's going to go away, right? I think he has too big of a... Of, like, hardcore fans. Yeah. Well, I think, too, like... He will go away. People don't really pay attention to... The all the news on it so if it's not talked about it on youtube like on their own channel that much people right. may just pop in and just be like because you know it's a lot of people who aren't like they're casual right like they like to go in and see some of these results and they're like oh that's kind of cool or they'll watch them stuff to see if they can figure something out or something like that where like you're yeah i feel like you're more hardcore people kind of go to like gamers nexus you know they're very down to the numbers and this and that where like linus is just more of like a entertainment slash general video you know 
Yeah. All right, guys. Let's talk about some happy stuff over here with uh, Sony and their their Game Pass. All right. In the uh, part of the console corner here, we're moving on, man. All right. So what do we got here? Me and Man were talking about this earlier. Uh, since we don't have our any of that games for gold crap anymore, which is gone. Um, but Sony has updated their extra tier of PlayStation Plus with 12 new games, including a rare day one game, Moving Out 2. I don't know what Moving Out 2 is, but uh, but it has received positive reviews. It's so mail mail sequel to Moving Out 1, yes. man. I never played the Moving Out, but... I know you got to play it now, Mail. Moving out too. Go check it out. You have you have a subscription, so I assume I that's some exclusive. Might be on. Might be over on Steven Xbox, but I'm not sure. But you do get yes. another day one game, Mail, called Sea of Stars, that will be added to the extra tier, which you have on August 29th. Uh, premium so subscribers will have access to all these games, plus exclusive titles. You've got Medieval Resurrection. Ape Escape on the loose and Pursuit Force Extreme Justice with trophy support. Uh, let's see, they've got so that's the new update with PlayStation Plus. Um, let's see here, we've got eight games going away in September, so that's going to be uh, things like Destiny 2, The Witch Queen, Destroy All Humans 2, Reprobed Dreams, Hotel Transylvania. Scary Tales Adventure, Lawn Mowing Simulator. I, I will be sad to see that one go. Uh, let's see. Anything else good? Spell Force 3, Reforce Swords of Magic, and Two Point Hospital. So, so yeah, those are your games going away. But we do have some good games coming up um, for August, which actually are already out, Mayo. So you should be playing. Uh, no, maybe I read that wrong. So these are the games for August, which I just read. Not leaving, but they're actually in there. So you are going to be able to still play Destiny 2 The Witch Queen. So And uh, Cursed to Golf. So you should be good. I did see that in there. there they, they, I, maybe you want I to read, check it out. I read it wrong. I'm like, man, these games are going away. But no, these are actually in your... Uh, your that your, new Horizon game is on the past too, huh? Yes, it is. Because I bought that and I never played it. I bought it physical, and <laughs> then I never played it. And then now it's on on their uh, plus program. I should just trade it. Have you guys seen? Have you guys seen that video of the prototype PlayStation of the new one? No, I so, yeah I oh. saw an image, but is that what is that? Is that true? Is it? Fake? I don't know if it's. True I would think or it's fake. fake. Yeah. But it looks like a regular PS5 mail, right? Like the normal one you have, the disc one. Mm-hmm. But imagine right in the middle of the top where the disc drive is, there's like a line going down the middle. Like a cross, you know, down the middle. Mm-hmm. And you can remove the disc drive part of it and make it like a digital one. You could like take that part off and then replace that panel with like a slim looking panel. And remove the disk drive. And I'm like, why would they design a PS5 where all they could do is remove the disk drive? Yeah. And then put one on yeah. whenever you want to use it. I guess like is it an option to sell the the cheap to make it cheaper by selling it without the disk drive and then saying, 
Oh, but if you want, but if you want the disc drive, you or, can pay us an extra, right? An extra sixty bucks, and we could sell you this disc drive component. Then you could just swap in if you want it. Oh, doesn't make to sense to me. You know, yeah, it doesn't either. Like, oh, they're just gonna sell like the base a... model, and then you can add a disc drive. You know, if you really want to, and they don't sell the drive disc model version anymore. You know, like <laughs> they don't sell that model. Did they do that they with Xbox One? Or something, but or was it the the Xbox One S? If I memory serves me correctly, I think. Well, no, that was different because I think you could buy one without a disc drive or something. It was like a blank panel. I remember them selling those, but I don't think there was an option to add later, like like the PS Five. Put so it in the, in the chat. What it looks like? It looks like a regular PS Five. It just has like this line dividing the middle down the middle and. You can remove the bottom part where the disk drive part is. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It, it might be true, th- but yeah, these are the images I saw been seeing floating around on Twitter. I mean, it looks a little bit thinner than the regular PS5, but I mean, not much different, right? Like, it, it doesn't look like a slim to me. What's the slim part about this shit? Because it doesn't look like it. The, the only thing I can see by the way the benefit is Jesus, you take the top off, the drive part off, and you can actually fit it in your entertainment center. <laughs> yeah. It actually yeah. fit on your it only actually fit in your shelf. I guess. We'll see what happens. Yeah. But uh moving on here, we've got but yeah, to we still have our PGA Tour 2K23, PlayStation Plus, Dreams, and Death's Door. Uh, moving over to the Xbox Game Pass stuff, you've got your Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So Leatherface, it is four. It is three v four, guys. Three v four. I double checked. Uh, yeah, I did a fact check on you guys. So three v four, not four v four. And the second game, Jesus, in the Game Pass thing is Firewatch, but that game came out in 2016. So I guess it's its first time on Game Pass. I guess we're trying to revive this uh, Firewatch game. Because you're a Firewatch Ranger, and there's a lot of fires in California, Washington. I'm sure you got a lot in Oregon, and I think Canada's on fire, right? I British Columbia. It. I heard it's a good game, but it just seems weird to cut. You know, that's come to Game Pass now. Maybe somebody because they picked him up or something like that, or I don't know what the delay I don't was. Know. But... Yeah, I'm not sure why. Yeah, like what? I yeah, that's a good question. I. I don't know if it was originally on Game Pass when I heard it. I don't think no, because when Jesus talked about it, it was there. Game Pass didn't exist, so I don't know. Um, but yeah, it could have been on there already, is what they do, right? And then when they say, "Oh, it's leaving, it's leaving," and then it leaves for thirty days and it comes back, well, where does it end up? At the top of the list, right? <laughs> so, yeah, that's what these that's what these developers do. So, hey, kudos out to any of those uh, indie developers, right? That's what you're supposed to do. Leave it on there for a couple of months, take it off and put it back on. Then it's at the very top of the pile where people can see it. Um, I think that's a good strategy. So moving over to the Epic Store, uh, two games I've not heard of here as your free games for this week, which is Black Book and Dodo Peak. Uh, yeah, so whatever. I just claimed them. They don't they don't look like anything yep. I'd ever play. Just claim them, right? Yep. So let's see. What did I? I did play something on there. Um, no, never mind. I don't think I played anything on here. So 
Yeah, besides World War Z and uh Yeah, that was it over on Epic. But um Yeah, and we just had a question from uh good old Edward. He just wants to know uh how do you actually get rid of a tummy ache? How does he get rid of a tummy ache, guys? I say Tums, T U M S. Tum tum tums. Tums, isn't that more of like heartburn gunny? Yeah, but I don't know. I still take one if I have like a stomach ache, which is rare, but I usually know like, I guess if, hey man, if you're having a lot of gas or whatever, some gas X. No, I don't know. Maybe uh, M&M's. Eat a lot of M&M's for that. Go lay down, take a nap, sleep it off. Don't Google it, man, because, yeah, I just made that up. Please don't fucking 7-Up like a man and deal with it. Yeah. Right. Hey, you know what? What? Damn! Now I forgot the name of the soda, but it's like Seven Up. Verner's. Uh, what is it? Verner's. It's an old ass fucking Seven Up. It's still out there. Fuck! But it reminds me of Seven Up. Mom used to give that to us when we were kids. I know, like, like Verner's used to be good for like an upset stomach and stuff. But that's old, old school. Yeah. Damn! Know, I'm man. thinking of. Uh, is it? Yeah. It's it's escaping me now, but there was a soda out there like seven up, but did have a lot of sugar in it, so hey, you take that for a stomach ache. I'm like, good, I like soda, ma. <clears throat> no, you drink seven up, bro. Yeah. Seven up will help you fix you right up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or Sprite, right? Sprite's like another one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. I'm sure I'm sure like all sodas probably have the same effect. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Uh, I, I found it uses it's the old Canada dry. Oh okay. that old soda, bro. That's like You know, the only time I ever drink Canada dry is when I'm on a fucking airplane. Going to Canada? They always have Canada <laughs> dry on a fucking airplane. They never have Sprite. They never have like other shit. They always, they always, you always ask them for like a Sprite or something else. Oh no, we have Canada Dry. Yeah, isn't that made by Seven Up? It's the same company, oh, right? Yeah, because isn't that ginger ale? That is ginger ale, right? Yeah, yeah, Canada yeah. Dry. It's Seven Up's yeah, Canada they always, ginger ale. They always talk about, like, oh yeah, we got some ginger ale. Canada Dry ginger ale. Hmm. That's. They always have that shit on an airplane. I'm telling you this. Go next time you go on a fucking plane. I'm going to in October. I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask. I'm like, do you guys have Canada Dry? <laughs> Walmart said it's made in the USA. And Empire. there's a there's a there's a cancer warning, Proposition 65. So careful when Uh-oh. you buy the cans. Uh oh. Yep. So there's a disclaimer on there. Not the disclaimer, but there's a warning. Isn't that the California cancer warning? It, I swear that thing is on everything. If you want to buy coffee, <laughs> like, no, yeah. seriously, like a bag it of is. coffee now has like a 65 yeah, proposition I, warning. I see that here over here, y'all, come products that we buy. And it'd be like, not safe for California. Yeah. And it'd be like some weird ass, like, I could order like a car part and it'd be like, hazardous in California, just so you know, kind of thing. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, okay, whatever. Well, you know what? I think it's like lawsuit based thing. I think that's what it is, right? Where I drank so much Canada Dry, that's what gave me. I don't know. That's yeah. And then you can do a group lawsuit with other Canada Dry users. 
Everything or, has or that soda fucking, users. Everything, yeah, everything. Everything has that proposition. <laughs> we always I thought it was cigarettes, here. right? Or uh, yeah, no, everything, maybe. dude. Like soda, fucking food, anything. TVs, X. Your Xbox probably has a Proposition sixty five label on that shit. <laughs> if you lick the your, bottom down there, yeah, yeah. If you're licking your Xbox or uh, game controllers, right? I would think might get some kind of this. Chemical this in the may plastic. cause cancer. It's like it's like everything may cause. If cancer. I mix what it you, in my food, maybe do I don't mean? know. Everything may cause cancer, Gunny. Everything, literally, your cell phone may cause cancer. Damn, so maybe Apple. Me. I'm sure there was a Prop 65 on my new iPhone. I Jesus. guarantee. Did you get your text message today, Jesus? From uh, from from your uh, cell phone provider, the new Apple iPhone 15s coming in. I did get that this afternoon. What? Yeah, so I got it from my local uh, store that I about? where I get my iPhones. I'm yeah, not a company. The, the iPhone 15 hasn't been revealed. How the fuck is it coming in, dude? I got it right here, actually. Uh, Anthony, my buddy Anthony, uh, who's uh, his hack of his buddy Anthony. Manager. Yeah. All right, this is from Anthony's... Anthony. Meet me in the back alley. I'll give you the new <laughs> Apple 15. <laughs> Says right here, Jesus. Hey, it's who's me, that? Anthony, from your from your local store. Uh, who I actually like. I know who that is. It says, oh, we're anticipating the new iPhone 15 to be announced soon. Um, oh. So you're right. It is it, it is being revealed soon. Yeah, so it's, I, always, it's always revealed in September. Always. Yeah, I told him. I'm like, of course, man. I always come to that store. I've been going there for like six years. So, and he's he's actually been there for quite a while, which is rare, right? To ever see like a manager, <laughs> you know, at a T-Mobile place. They move them around a lot, so. I was like, fuck yeah, I'll be there. I'll no. be honest with you, Gunny. I'm not going to upgrade. I, I always wait like another... I always go another year because it's like there's nothing wrong. So that's what I do, right? I'll, I'll, I always skip a generation. So I think I'm at 11 yeah, right that's now. That's the way to do it, though. Like, I'm not upgrading this year either. Like, I had the full four, like, you know, and the fives out, and I'm like... But okay, I skipped, not really I skipped 13. Yeah, I skipped it. What's the point, man? Like, literally all of iPhones... They all look the same. They don't look any different. No, mine looks the same. It's not like it's not even like mine just got bigger. I got the bigger iPhone because I got yeah. It doesn't look. My eyes are getting worse. No one gives a shit what you have. No one notices. No one cares because they. You want to text him back right now? I'm getting the new fucking Samsung, bitch. You know they. You know, and they do notice is when you have a Samsung Fold phone. Or Jesus. You open up there like, oh, you got one of those phones. I get that oh, a lot. He's a Still. Don't look at him, sweetie. That's a homeless man. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> That's what the lady says at the grocery store to her child. Don't don't stare too long. That's a homeless man over there. <laughs> <What is that? laughs> right. oh, hobo Android. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, sure. I'm just saying, there's no point in it, man. Uh, you know, like, if it was a radical, like, redesign where, like, the phone was different looking or something, then maybe. But there, No, but you know that thing's going to go at least another year because then you'll, then I actually notice it, right? So if I skip, like, one year because I'll then it's one like, thing it does hey, this do. phone's faster. Of course it's faster. Your but one thing it does do is slow. it goes up in price again. Yeah. Yeah, it's all it does. Yeah, like what? Are they, like my old my old phone was like eighteen hundred or nineteen hundred. I bet they're like two thousand yeah. for this next roundabout. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. you know, every year yeah. they keep getting more expensive. Well, now you've so, got to remember. I I think I've said it on the show. Like you've got to pay. Right. If you're if you're upgrading three phones at once, right? Me, wife, and kid, and then it's like, oh, we'll pay all the tax now. You got to pay the tax now, plus activation fees. Tax. I mean, yeah, yeah you got to pay, yes, I gotta pay tax. Some of us pay tax. <laughs> yeah, I have to pay it right right that? up front. That's a California thing. You have to pay the tax right oh, away. Wow. Yep. I think that started a couple of years ago. Yeah. That's I mean, you've always, always had to had pay to tax, do. but not in my you got to do it on that day. You have to do it on that fucking day. You got to yeah. pay the full tax yeah. price. When I do mine, like, you know, like how you do the finance. You got to pay the like, taxes have... right there and then? Yeah, yes. you got to pay it on I the think... spot. So, like, yeah. on mine, like, I've done this for years now. So, like, here in Ohio, like, I, they had, like, you you finance, like, through Verizon. It's, like, no interest, whatever. They just add it to your, your Verizon bill. That's how they kind of, like, lock you in. So, like, you can have this phone for $35 a month for two years or whatever. You know, no interest, yeah, yeah. whatever. But you pretty much got to keep your line with them. But, um... When you go to get it, like all that's that's all fine and dandy, but you got to pay the tax up front at the store. Like if you got it, like a right. Best Buy or Verizon or anywhere like that. Yeah. So if you got like a two thousand dollar phone, you got to pay that six percent or whatever tax. Didn't so it used the way it used to be. Mail was I think the way that like what cell phone and providers looked at it. Like hey, out, you're like, almost like you're. It's almost like a payment plan. And then, but I guess the states didn't like that, right? They thought, well, we're you're trickling the money in throughout throughout the plan, but we want the money now. But then the cell phone providers didn't want to give all that money up front to the state. Yeah, I'm not sure why. <laughs> or the yeah, government, you, I don't know. Instead of them taxing Whatever you every happened, month, they make you pay the brunt. Whatever happened to the old style, man? When you just go in, you just pay the two hundred bucks. Yeah, and then I you had a contract days. for two years. Like the phones, you got the phone, right, Mail? You paid the 200 bucks to AT&T or whoever. And then you had the phone for two fucking years. And you don't have to worry about it. You don't I know. You didn't have to worry about anything payment. like that. I, think you just if you, I know, like, if you go to Verizon, if you ask, they have, like, free phones, like, with your plans and well, stuff like that. They, I mean, yeah, you're talking like, cheap phones. But I'm talking, like, when I first got my iPhone 4, the first iPhone that I owned was right. the iPhone 4. I went to the AT&T store and I paid like 250 bucks or something. And they gave me my iPhone 4 and they said, okay, here's your iPhone 4, subsidize. You pay us 200 whatever. And then you have a contract with us for 24 months at this price per month, 80 bucks a month or whatever. And that's the contract for two years. Got it. And if you want to upgrade, you can upgrade in two years. Right. And then two years came around, I upgraded to the iPhone 5. And then they were like, well, now we have an early upgrade program where if you want to upgrade early... In the middle of your term, right? Yeah, you can upgrade in 12 months. All you have to do is return us your old phone and then pay pay the new down... Pay like the new 300 bucks or 200 bucks for the new phone. And that's it. And then... But now it's like, oh no, you don't have to pay nothing for the phone, Jesus. But now, instead of paying us eighty bucks a month for the service, now you're paying us eighty bucks for the service, ten bucks for this, and then another thirty bucks for the phone, or forty-five bucks mm-hmm. for the phone. Don't forget insurance. Don't forget insurance. And then your your insurance is eighteen dollars. So now your bill is like hundred and twenty bucks. Yeah. It's like well, I'm gonna be noticing now too, like. It's like turning out to be a cable bill. 
internet. When they were uh, first doing it this way with the phones, it was like two years. And I noticed like on my daughter's, like she got like an iPhone last year. It's yeah. for three years, the plan. Like that's how so my plan like, is. They keep they keep adding years to it now. So now it's like now it's yeah. gonna be like a car loan eventually. You're gonna be like yeah. five years. Dude, my, you know? my my iPhone, my my payment plan they gave me on it, right? Was it's a thirty six month plan at forty something dollars a month or whatever, or thirty something dollars a month. Yeah, for I'm like years. For 36 months? I even told the AT&T guy, I'm like, do you guys not have, like, a two-year option? He's like, no, we don't. He's like, all of our, all of our, like, paid, like, finance the phone plans are 36 months. I'm like, how is none of them, like, how are none of them 24 months? And he's like, he's like, oh, no, we switched to 36 months. Because we realize people don't like to upgrade every every year, so we realize yeah they people do, are, they just don't like, want us upgrade. Yeah they do. Yeah, yeah, people want to upgrade. They were like they were like we, they were like the reason AT and T and most companies like Verizon and shit are doing it for thirty six months is because the companies are noticing less and less people wanting to upgrade every year, so they try to maximize their profit by extending yeah. the contract length to 36 well, months. Now. And this maybe has something to do with it too. I, I have experienced this a couple times before. So, I, so, so say I, you know, I have it with my kids and stuff, right. And I bought phones for my kids. Right. Yeah. And they're like, okay, you can have this, this phone, say it's like an iPhone, whatever, like, a, like my daughter's iPhone 13, maybe or iPhone 12 at the time she had, it was like this much a month, right. For two years. Well, after like a year and a half, I was like, you know what? I just want to pay this thing off and get it off my bill so I'm not paying that $12, whatever is a month or something like that. But when I traded it at the time, they were like, well, you get like a credit, right? Like we're going to give you this credit for trading it in as well. But it's, if you pay off the phone early, you lose that credit for that many months and then you got to pay that difference. Like I've had what? times where I've paid my phone off early and then they charged me like an extra, like whatever that credit was I was getting. And I had to pay because, that on top of that. Because you paid it off early? That's fucking yeah. bullshit. So you like punished, me paying yeah. It. yeah. So like, and I had one I paid off like three months early, right? And they're like, well, you have to pay like an extra like $60 because you was getting this credit every month and now you're not getting it. And so you have to like pay that because that, that voids your contract you had with it. Because you have to keep it that two years to not void that contract, and so you got to pay this what? this part, or you got to lose that perk. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like you're paying it off early, and you're gonna lose the perk because by paying it off early. So, yeah, if you look at it, if you see like stuff like that, if you look at your phone, Jesus, if you have any kind of like promotional like credit that goes to your line for with your phone when you got your phone. Like say you like like how they say uh, you trade in this phone and you get so much off per month off your bill. They'll be like, we're we're gonna give you six hundred dollars for your phone, but we're gonna give it in, you know weekly little amounts of credit. But yeah, they that credit will turn on and they'll charge you for it. It may not be for like trading in a phone, but I've had different promotional periods where maybe it was just like the phone was on sale and they're like, hey, you get this promotion or whatever it was, and then. You turn on and pay it off early, and they're like, "Yep, nope, you gotta pay that extra now." So kind of crazy. Yeah. 
And all we got, are we done? This is our we little rant over here. Talk. We did phone talk. We did game talk. Yeah, I think we're done. I don't know, man. But fucking phones suck. We don't need. Phones. Yeah. We don't need phones. Just, just fucking free Wi-Fi for everyone from Elon Musk. There you go. Uh, we don't need no more cell phones. Do you think that's ever going to happen? Is there ever going to be an like, age? A free universal Wi-Fi, yeah. There was a thing I remember back when, like I might have mentioned this podcast before, I remember when they first doing, doing, started doing away with regular TV signal. When we went to all digital, that, that, digital. that analog channel, it was bought by the government, and the government was supposedly going to make a free, basically like dial-up speed Wi-Fi, like through across the whole country. Instead of TV signals, they was going to use it to make a very low speed Wi-Fi signal you could connect to. And so at the time, but like that way all like the poor could have internet and all that kind of stuff. You know, but then it has, just like uh, just, yeah. it disappeared. I'm sure like the Verizons and all them guys probably threw enough of a fit. Yeah. But... You know, who's got it mail. So, um, where YouTube is and I, and I, I haven't been there. I didn't come close to it this weekend, but I think, I think it's mountain view, California. So you can be on the freeway and just turn your Wi-Fi on and it'll pop up. So for the free Wi-Fi. On know, the freeway? Your... Yeah. Yeah. So, so like absolutely... they're encouraging people to use their phones on the freeway? I know. So yeah. here I was like a passenger, right? <laughs> uh, let me see. It's free Wi-Fi, right? Is it Mountain View where that's at? Yeah. Let's see. Mountain View, California. Uh, the city provides free wireless services at the mountain. Oh, never mind. But yeah, as far as I know, um, I guess they're considered like what hotspots or whatever. So, but I remember that. I remember that. I was like, oh, what the hell? It actually works. I mean, yeah, I probably could have watched some, some uh, burned up a lot, a lot of my data just being down at Mountain View. But do you have a data cap on your thing? I, I don't know if I have one on T-Mobile. It's like the unlimited one, right? Then it throttles you after so much. Whatever it well, actually yeah. shows up on there. Mine is weird. On mine, there's like no throttling. Yeah, maybe I don't. I don't know. What, would it be under general or something? Yeah. I forget. I'll try what to look at what was. Mine... Because I have the plan on mine that doesn't throttle me no matter what. Yeah, so that's what my him, plan is too. It has like a no throttle plan. Yeah, because they were like, we have, because he was like, you can have the the other plan, which is unlimited, but after like 20 gigs, we throttle you to yeah, like I remember that. speed. But so, he said this other plan, this like $85 plan, if you get this plan, we won't throttle you ever. You could just keep using it no matter what like this always. is what it says jesus it's it says s-c-u-n-l plus five gigabyte s-m-h-s so five gigabytes i mean that's not a lot right okay but it should have like a thing it probably tells me somewhere on here where uh, it's like how, oh i've used 616 megabytes so i haven't used a lot of it calls everything is unlimited um yeah but which one do you have is your plan uh let's see here is it the go 5g plus or the go 5g uh so it's got to be 5g because i do have 5g capable on here 
Uh, yeah, it doesn't say. I don't have like the details well, in front of me. Or is it? Or is it the essential plan? I don't know. You know, the wife would know this stuff because the essential plan gives you fifty gigs of premium data. Then they throttle you out to fifty gigs. Yeah. The the Go five G gives you. That's the one that gives you the Netflix for free. But that's a hundred gigs, and then they cap oh. you, and then. Dude, I got a personal hotspot. Then there's the hunt, the Go G, the Go five G plus, which gives you unlimited data, completely unlimited, and then Netflix on us, the two screens within the household, and fifty gig of a hotspot. Is that the one you have? Yeah, that I don't do you, know. Do you have? Do Boy, you have okay, free, five. Do, yeah. Do you have yeah. the free Netflix? Is the question. <laughs> no, I. You know what? And I don't even mess with that. Like. Like through T-Mobile, I don't do the the free Friday or whatever they do, free Tuesdays. Yeah, like I'm not even signed up for that. That's actually pretty good. When I had T-Mobile, <laughs> like I I had it when they first first introduced that, and that was actually like pretty cool. Like it worked. You just go on the app and you just get the shit for free. AT and T Verizon gets all the cool shit. Like one of those, like I'll hear it on the radio where it's like, oh, you get the NFL ticket or. You know, something like a basic version, but I'm like, oh, is that gonna be shit? All they did is offer me that stupid fucking what's that shit? Uh, uh, that cloud gaming app. Fuck's it called? The fucking GeForce bullshit. Oh yeah, yeah, you were telling me about that. That's all they gave me. Besides that, what the fuck have they given me, Mel? That was just a trial, wasn't it? Like thirty days or something? Nine, six months of it. All right. Yeah, but like, what else do I get? Anthony? Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. You should get some sports-related stuff with it being AT&T. Wow, I'm looking at it right now. There's nothing here that's free at all. Yeah. And every time I go on there to the T-Mobile thing, again, like, the wife usually has more access, but, like, if I do go in there and log in... Um, oh, like remember in the past where there would be like beta codes where it would be a T-Mobile related thing. Mm-hmm. So I used to be able to get codes for like, uh, you know, betas for like Call of Duty or Battlefield or something. But. But then it'll be like, you got to sign up for rewards. I'm like, OK, I'm already signed up. Where's my fucking reward? You know, <laughs> like, give me my code. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't I don't see anything. I don't know. It's more of a pain in the ass than anything. What do you get with Verizon now? You any cool shit? You get free uh, Netflix like, or uh, streaming services? They have so the one I have, right? It has the, the NFL Red Disney, Zone or whatever. The Disney bundle where you get the three bis- Disney things. So I get like Disney, ESPN, and Hulu. And then they also give you the the Android version of uh, Apple arcade Loud. like the android oh, version oh the play one the google play store one yeah i can't remember what it's okay. called google play or whatever i get that and then i think there's like one other one other perk i have i can look if you're um, into sports mail i'm pretty sure like i without googling it i think the nfl ticket thing red zone thing had yeah had something to do with it like you don't get every game but you know like the, it's like a hobo the version of it yeah, 
which is still pretty good. That thing's like that shit's expensive, oh, I get man. That NFL pass bullshit. Yeah, it's is like a like hundred bucks a year. Yeah, it's more than that. I think even with the the baseball, they also have where you can get like six months of Apple Apple Music, or whatever. But I don't have an Apple phone, so like, let's see. Yeah, it's Google Play Pass. They have an Apple Arcade Pass. They have a call builder thing. Doesn't Amazon have a music thing? I think I tried it and it was kind of dumb, so I just deleted it. I'm always going to stick with Spotify. Yeah, so uh, they, have all, uh, they have a Discovery Bundle. They have a Disney Plus Bundle and an Apple Arcade Bundle. Right now. Apple Music, YouTube TV. Depending on the on the uh, plan that you get, they'll add it to it, you know. And sometimes they're like, you get it free for like one year or something like that, then you're charged. And you only get it like one time. I think like, I, I don't have the Disney one right now. Like I used it for a year and they started charging me for it. So then I canceled it and now I can't get it back again. It was like a one-time thing. Oh, yeah. Just like with anything with Apple Music or anything. New subscribers only. So since I do the I do the movie box guys, that's why I, I never activated like some of the Apple stuff, you know, with all of my all devices I got, mm. <clears throat> you know, in the household, whether it's the iPad, the new phones. So. Uh, let's yeah. see what else random anybody. Uh, so the new Star Wars show is out. I think that came out tonight. The new episode. I saw the trailer for that. Yeah. No. I'm not going to try and pronounce it, but okay, yeah. Do Star Wars? Is it the Andor? No, it's not that. Isn't it like a Suko character or something like that? Like the one that's kind of the oh, Ahsoka or whatever. Yes, it's a yeah, the chick with the white with the white lightsaber. Yeah, from the cartoon came out to no. Is it tomorrow? It comes out. Yeah. So maybe it that's the chick tomorrow. that was in the uh, she was in the Clone Wars cartoon, right? Yes. Yeah. One of the Jedi commanders or whatever. Yeah, she was kind of popular. Like a lot of people liked her, I think. So they decided to make a spinoff. Yeah, it's a cool Probably. lightsaber, bro. It's white. It's like I only brought that up because I've been watching more Mandalorian. I'm still like I'll season one. Man. So no spoilers, man. No spoilers. But I know about. Oh, it's so that, that show's good. Did you know that? Yeah. Uh. I ended up watching the uh, the Twisted Metal show. And that show was actually, man, I'm going to take back all the bad shit I said. The trailers they showed for that show were really bad. But the show is actually pretty good. Like, it's actually, actually a little yeah. bit internship. It's actually quite, like, funny and shit. The dude who plays it, he's pretty funny. And, like, the main guy, what's his name? Uh, yeah, he played Falcon. And yeah, Avengers he played series. Falcon, yep. Yeah, whatever. His name on the movie is John Dill or whatever, and then the show. Yeah. Which is the character you play as in Twisted Metal. Yeah. I think it's Twisted Metal Black. You play yeah, as I think John it was. Dill. Yeah, because there was like so, a bonus episode where you can see them guys playing it. Episode yeah. two is pretty good, right? Would you agree? I think I. They're all, we they're all pretty that. good, actually. The yeah. uh, What's his name? Uh, the Clown Sweet Tooth? He's uh, a funny ass dude. I like him. 
I like yeah. him. Yeah. He is funny as hell. He's a funny he? ass dude. He's just like a crazy fucker that's like super funny. But, You're the uh, first people I've got here I didn't have to kill. <laughs> he's he gets better throughout the throughout the season, like he gets a lot of like a lot of screen time, I guess, compared to like most of the other characters. Because it's weird with him, like he's a bad guy, but he's not like a really like he's not a bad guy towards John Doe, you know what I mean? But he is a bad guy. So it kind of like I don't know how he's gonna turn out in the next season. But in this season, he wasn't really the bad guy. The bad guy was the cop guy. What's his name? Officer Stone, the cop yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fuck, I forgot his name. But I'm gosh, every time uh, I see him do this, like I remember him from a TV show in my early twenties. Hmm. But now he looks like great grandpa. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah. wow, I forgot how yeah. how much he's aged. This is amazing. But uh, the whole sh- the whole show is actually pretty good. I liked it in the last episode. The way it ends, like with, with all the shit going down in it, was really well done. I was like, this is actually like pretty fucking cool, man. Like it's easy, but it's fun to watch. Like it's like, yeah, I like this. And they're pretty easily like watchable episodes. They're 30 minutes each. So they're easily like able to watch. And like some of the side characters are pretty funny. Like some of the characters that that John Doe runs into during like his traveling or whatever, like he was to some of the cool characters, and some of them are really fucking funny. Yeah. Uh, but Sweet Tooth, he, uh, you know that the dude playing him, the wrestler, the big guy, he's not the one talking. the The guy talking is the guy who does the Batman voice in the Lego movies. Is that right, man? That's where it, it reminds me of. Yeah, that makes What's sense. What's his name? Damn. Uh, What's shit. His name? But that t- makes total sense because I'm like his voice sounds so familiar. Look at him real quick, Batman Will Arnett. Yeah, fucking yeah, it. he's the one that does the uh, the voice for that dude. So it's not the guy actually talking. He's just he's the character, but Will Arnett is doing all the voicing for him, and uh, he does a really good job with the voice, and it fits him. And the guy, the wrestler guy playing the character, does a good job of like you know pulling it off because it's pretty i think it's pretty easy for him to pull off because he's wearing a mask all the time yeah so yeah, like, they probably just watch it and do the mixed audio with it yeah, so yeah. the cop guy jesus is uh thomas hayden okay yeah yeah so i like it man it's a fucking thomas hayden good church i i thought it was like i was like wow this is actually not bad for like what i thought it was gonna be you know like i thought it was gonna be like complete shit yeah, and the trailers didn't do it justice. It was actually a pretty good show, and I want to see what they do with season two, and I'm excited for it because I want to see all the other characters because they introduce a lot of characters in this season. But I, I have a well, for sure, I have a feeling that in the next season they're going to introduce like all the characters from like Twisted Metal Black. I think they're going to have all of them, like, all the characters. That's going to be cool. Yeah. I should just start pick it up. I also been watching that uh what's that show uh on Apple TV plus uh Oh uh the hijack or something? No, I've been watching Silo. The one about the people that live in the underground like vault bunker or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't watch any of that yet. It's pretty good. 
It reminds me of that game from Fallout. Is that Vault? That Vault, vault game on the, that phone game? That <laughs> fucking Vault. Hey, what the fuck's it called? Vault something? Oh, Fallout the, Shelter. Yeah, Fallout I was Shelter. Say the mobile game. Yeah. It reminds me of that. It's also available on PC. But yeah, it reminds me of Fallout Shelter. Like, Get your caps. Kind of, but not really, but kind of. It's just about these people that live in the bunker and like some crazy shit goes down in the first episode and you're like, what the fuck? And then second episode comes around. More crazy shit goes down. And then like every episode, crazier shit starts happening in the vault. And you're trying to figure out like, why is it all happening? What's going on? What's the real motive? Why are these people in the vault? How long have they been in the vault? Because apparently the show starts off after these people have been living in the vault for like, I don't know, like 300 years or some shit, right? Like they all been in this vault forever. So like the original people that were in the vault when it first closed, those people are dead. These are like the descendants of those people. You know what I mean? So the show is like based in that where like these people that live in this vault, they've never seen the outside world. They don't know. They don't even know what the outside means. They know what the vault is, and they know that they live in the vault, and that they belong in this vault, and they have, like, rules to follow in the vault, but they don't even know what the outside world is or whatever. Like, they have no clue, right? Never seen to the them, sky. They, yeah, they've never seen it. Besides what they, they're shown on, like, the... On like the screen, like the camera, there's like a camera that faces outside, and that's what they see of the outside. They don't know anything else about the outside. Like nobody knows. Not even like the the people. I'm assuming the people at the top know, but like you don't really meet those characters yet. So I don't know like how the show's gonna continue. I'm like halfway through the season, and I kind of like the vibe of it, man. It's pretty cool, Mayo, and it's really well done. It's an Apple TV show, so like. I feel like all the Apple TV shows are really well produced and well done. Yeah. They have really cool set pieces and like they obviously have really well like done sets and shit. Like it doesn't look cheesy. Like the set doesn't look fucking stupid, you know? <laughs> like it looks believable, you know? And I think it was going to be a good show. Good writing. Yeah, good writing. It has all yeah. that. So I like it. If you're into like that type of shit, go watch it. I guess. But yeah. This show has turned into a what? Like a, a phone? TV? <laughs> we ran out of games to talk about. Life, general fucking podcast. What the hell's going on here, guys? Every just time catching we get, up, man. We're just catching up. We divulge into the fucking random fucking talking about random shit show. Halfway, I started talking about... Uh, Fucking water slide parks and yeah, arcades. <laughs> yeah, hopefully Nippon survived that hurricane. Yeah, so what? I don't know. I just saw that like a lot of flooding, but I didn't see any serious damage. Again, no, I, I just think, go off of YouTube. I don't watch television. I don't think much happens, right? Like, but yeah, didn't you see also like that first day? I think it was Saturday when. I mean, they literally got enough rain for like a year, like that much rain had dropped. And I think it was Saturday 
I don't know the name of the city, Ojai or whatever. It must be in Southern California, but they had an earthquake too at the same time. Ooh. Like a five point something or other. But they said, yeah, it's not related to the storm. So not to their game, which became a tropical or whatever it's called. But yeah, I see uh, Vegas got pummeled with a lot of flooding. It's going off of the Twitters and the YouTubes. Saw some cars floating down the road. Uh, Death Valley, right? Kind of went up in that area. So it totally missed me. Like, I didn't even see like one drop of rain or anything. Just super windy. But super smoky, and that's for sure. Like, I'm just going to assume it's probably from Canada and and, uh, Washington. From British Columbia. But that's all I have, man. I don't have nothing. Literally, I have nothing else same man me neither (laughs) where where are we gonna find you guys at uh guys go find me over on on the xbox and steam and the uh ubisoft launcher and all that stuff as gamertag gunny chief and over on playstation hdp underscore gunny find me on everything as jesus watched that i'll be playing some more baldur's gate some more ready or not, because I've actually played a little bit of that today. I'm waiting for an update. These guys have been talking about a patch they're going to make. They're like, oh, yeah, it's coming out July. Oh, it's coming out August. When the fuck is this coming out? Never? Like, I don't know. Maybe they just forgot. I don't know. Maybe they went Anyways. on vacation. I know. <laughs> me and Ghost Nico are waiting for more uh, patches and updates for Satisfactory. And I'm waiting for Starfield, for sure. Like, Help Soon. me make up my mind, guys. I don't know. What about it? What about that Armored Core game, guys? What about the Armored Core? What is that? Yeah. Is that is that Game Pass or is it yeah. just regular? I don't know. I don't even think that's Game Pass. I think they would be touting it if it was coming. To Game oh yeah, maybe it's not. Maybe it's just regular uh, coming to everything. Well, is it though coming to everything? I believe so. I because I re I only know this because yeah, when I looked at it, it was like not a like a next gen game like XNS or PS5 enhanced title because i think it was coming out to xbox one as well like that was the original plan i'm i'm gonna guess and assume that's something that's going to come later as far as like oh this is like a you know enhanced version but but i tried researching that last week but it didn't say anything about it Well, while Jesus yeah. is looking that up, you can find me on Steam, PlayStation, Xbox, all that is the Mayo or the Mayo One, Discord mainly. I'm around. Maybe, maybe, I don't know, I might pick up Borders Gate 3. I'm trying to not spend any extra money right now, but I might pick it up because it looks really good. It's good, Mayo, but you got Starfield coming out, man. Yeah, I got that too. But you're so. not anticipating. So you got to pick yeah. up Armor Core, man. Got to get that game. <laughs> <laughs> options, <laughs> options, I guess. <laughs> We'll see. Yeah. Well, we're out of here, man. Everyone, thank you for being here. I appreciate y'all for being putting here with up us. with us. One more week of us. We'll be back. Hopefully next week, right, guys? Is next yeah. week? Is next? Are we going to be in Starfield by next Go week? Go find uh, Ryan Gibb 87777. The end of next week is Starfield. Oh, man. 
How many people are gonna call in sick on the first and second mail? Didn't I didn't I message you guys that I'm like, hey, I wanted to take some days off. <laughs> I tried to schedule a day off, but we are short on drivers, right. right? Short on workers. That's just the new norm of these days. There's a, a lot so of eye problems that day. day off of work. A lot of eye problems that day. Not seeing themselves coming into work, you know. Yeah. All right, Jesus, Gunny. What does Gidget say? What does Gidget say? He's Peace out, Brussels sprouts. Yeah. We'll catch you on the next week's edition of the Horrible Gamers Podcast. Goodbye. Bye, one. Bye. Bye.